What up, fam? There we go. All right. There it is. There it is. We'll edit out that. But, yeah, so we got bonus podcast episode this week <laughs> because I was a dummy and uh, forgot to turn on the setting on Twitch that saves the VODs after we're done. Hey, it's called I learning curves. Thought learning curves. It was automatic, and they updated it since everything changed on Twitch from when I started my other Twitch channel. And so you have to manually turn that on now. And then the other reason is because everyone gets to take a look at my glorious mustache. Mustache? I mustache you, of course. And then, uh, all right, so that's the episode. We'll be seeing you guys later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, we got the, we we got our episode. We got this. We got a little bonus bonus round for you. Bonus? What in the world podcast? Bonus what more could you ask for out of out of life? Get you through that midweek hump, getting into uh, into the holiday weekend. Yes, holidays. So, thank God. Thank God, you. Dude, I need a day off so bad. Amen. Amen to that. Three day weekend. Actually, three and a half day weekend. I got Friday off from work, but I'm going to take a half day tomorrow. I think. And, and start the weekend early. I have to work tomorrow, but it should be pretty labor uh, unintensive. I'm selling windows to a friend and uh, another couple that I've uh, already met with. So should easy, be claps. easy claps. Easy claps for sure. Yep. All right. So I think I'm gonna start trying to. I'm gonna try to start off every every episode with a little lighthearted, funny thing. I guess I, I've seen. Um, in the uh, in the world, and so my my little my little tidbit, my little funny tidbit for this week so far is uh, I believe it was yesterday. Uh, yesterday, XQC Ninja and Ninja's wife got into a little bit of Twitter beef, a little Twitter argument, and uh, wait, he got into beef with his Twitter on life. Or his Twitter on his, his own wife. wife. No, no, no. Uh, Ninja, Ninja, and his wife are teaming up against uh, this other streamer, big streamer named uh, named XQC. Um, XQC. XQC had put out a tweet that he had uh, screenshotted from, I think Reddit, that he had posted on his Reddit. Uh, it was like pretty much. I think it was along the lines of, "I don't understand uh, how streamers." Um, do charity streams uh, and get paid to do charity streams. Like, why are you getting paid to do charity streams? I think it specifically called out uh, another streamer called Dr. Lupo. And uh, so they get into the whole beef about it. There's some personal things that they said you know, about each other. They're not like super personal, but it was public for everyone to see. And so they're beefing. Uh, and then this other guy comes in. Uh, I can't remember. It's Slasher, I think. Slasher on Twitter. And he goes, all right, I guess the easy way to settle this is uh, Ninja and Dr. Lupo v. Uh, XQC and whoever was on XQC sides. Um, Black Ops 3 uh, 2v2 like charity match or something like that. Just, okay. you know, just like joking around, blah, blah, blah. Then enter, and for those of you active on Twitch and that know about this, enter Alinity. And this, this chick goes... Uh, Team Ninja loses easy dubs or some something along those lines. Uh, and Ninja tweets back at her and goes, "Don't you have a cat to abuse?" <laughs> and 
And she just goes, wow, that was just a joke. Ninja's such a jerk, blah, blah, blah. Ninja's like, oh, yeah, like, sarcastically in his speech, just like, ah, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, 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 it was a joke. Like, he just shut us, down, like For us out there that who has no idea who Alinity is, what's, does she so, hate her cat or what the Yeah, going so the deal with Alinity is, for those of you that don't know, uh, she's had multiple, like, she's always being uh, called out by the streaming community for and not getting banned for um, a bunch of things. Uh, there was one clip of her, the cat is walking across the desk, and she literally picks the thing up and just goes, yeet, over the top of her head. Didn't really throw it that hard. Still, you don't eat your cat. Yeah, I mean, technically not that big of a deal, because her bed's right behind her, and, you know, cats land on their feet. Oh, well, but like, yeah, live I mean, on, that's live, not... on, live on stream, yeets the cat. Another instance before that, she was drinking vodka on stream, had vodka in her mouth, and then go, proceeds to make the cat lick the vodka from her mouth, which is not good because vodka is extremely toxic for cats. Oh, well. And she's had other things. There's old rumors floating about that she's in bed with people over at Twitch, um, the moderation team. That's why she hasn't been banned. Recently, she had a whole titty pop out on stream and didn't get banned for that. Oh, I saw that. Oh, I didn't. So, I shouldn't say I saw that. Like, oh, now I know what you're talking about. Right. But I just thought that <laughs> was funny. I saw it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I just thought it was funny that, like, literally everybody on Twitter is beefing. These two are beefing. Alinity rolls in, says three words, gets absolutely shit on, <laughs> and then everybody goes back to beefing. Go back uh, where you came from. So that was you know, that was my you, little. You know that's a fabricated beef too. Oh you know, yeah, probably. Got together and they were like, "Hey, we need some, we need some content here. Let's, Maybe let's have I don't a know. reason to do a charity tournament." Per, like perhaps, perhaps, but Dude, I don't Jack, know. Jack Harlow was just talking about that on an interview I watched with him. Which, by the way, love Jack Harlow even more than I did before. Um, Jack Harlow is a pretty cool guy. I wish we could play his music yeah. on stream without getting DMCA'd. Yeah, uh, he's a cool dude. Um, and I was listening to him talk about uh, rappers creating like uh, fake beefs with each yeah. other for like content. Purposes. Yeah, that happens with that. This this beef I don't think was was fake because Ninja's Ninja's wife got involved and she is a whole another fucking can of worms. Um, she wanted some clout, bro. She, she doesn't really need it. I mean, she's a manager to Ninja and like you know all this other stuff, but like all those three people involved in that in that beef. Speaking of, I wanted to show you this dope-ass beer I'm drinking. And cheers to you at the same time. Cheers. Um, that, that is super cool. This, dude, this shit is so good. Both rocking the, both rock the fresh, IPAs tonight. I like it. That's right. Brewed freshly out of Decorah, <clears throat> Iowa. Um, just like I was saying to Miller Lite last time. Um, uh, Toppling Goliath. Huh. Are interested in a sponsorship? Uh, we currently, <laughs> we currently we have no, have no sponsors. No sponsors. Uh, no sponsors. That's just us. So is what um, it is. But we are open and and ready. Hey Wolverine, if you if you would actually like donate, you know, now that it's like two, you know, two times around here, um, shit ain't come for free. Bro. Uh, just goodness, kidding, it comes completely. For it's free. free. This is free content. Free, free podcast. Content. For we just love that you're here. Shout yeah, out sure. to Wolverine. Spaceman Wolverine here. Wolverine. Spaceman here. Thank you guys. Uh, I didn't forget about you. So the, I just finished that story. Also, um, I missed a couple. I think I missed a couple of follows. Um, last night I didn't see them pop up. So, I'll take care of those. Oh, uh, uh, real uh, fast. Captain Igloo. Yeah, so we do take Bitcoin, Wolverine. Just so you know, <laughs> donate, say donate to Bitcoin, Spaceman. <laughs> so uh, I'm guessing. Oh, I really hope I don't pronounce this wrong, but it looks like Lacey Clavette 
Yeah, that's, uh, that's uh, Igloo that we played That's Igloo? With. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. So I appreciate that follow. And then I, I I think I did see Ed Nuts follow last time. So I appreciate you guys uh, you guys following. So that's super Shout cool. out to Ed Nuts. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, like what's uh, – what is – popping in the world it's just been a kind of kind of busy like three days um here at the beginning of the week honestly that's why when we talked about doing this tonight to do redo episode one so like episode one part two i guess whatever yeah part two i don't know Uh, i labeled it (laughs) 1.1 the do-over man i feel like we got plenty to talk about so i just came back from uh, topeka kansas where on friday it's going to be law that you must wear a mask in public places a lot of places doing that a lot of places doing that, making it. Well, they've been open for a while, and they all the, there's uh, huge spikes in cases. Um, I I know that. Uh, I think I mentioned this last time, but there was four days in a row where each subsequent day we topped um, the record of coronavirus cases uh, in a day. Texas yeah. and Florida staying strong, being the charge on that. Thank you, Texas and Florida. Florida, 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 okay. Florida, Florida single-handedly. Um, having more coronavirus cases in the entirety of Europe. So good job, Florida. Really appreciate you. Stay classy. I mean, is though. anybody surprised with that out of Florida, though? No, stay I classy. Mean, stay classy, Florida. Stay classy, Florida. Um, yeah, Kansas City's doing the mandatory mask thing now. Um, mask has been mandatory up here in Jersey since uh, basically the inception of coronavirus. Yeah, same in New York. Like so, I said last podcast, as soon as the – governor of new york came out and said we got to wear our masks to get our freedoms back i'm like wait a minute Hold that on. doesn't sound right that sounds a little since when are we handing out freedoms right cases spike oh. places stay open yeah for the most part wolverine i know there's uh at least for me up here in jersey um things the state was trying to reopen and then coronavirus cases started spiking um i don't know if they spiked here but they just start spiking around the around the country, and the governor said, "Hey, uh, you remember when I said that things can start reopening? Yeah, uh, sit in oh, dining, <laughs> shut that shit down. We're not doing it. Again. We're not doing it." So I'm gonna go ahead and renegotiate on that. So uh, things are things so are no open. open in, no open end dining in New yeah, Jersey. Yeah, like you can't go in and sit down at a restaurant now. They were gonna they were what? gonna run it. Yeah, they were running it at like twenty five percent capacity. I think. You could open, but the restaurant could only, you know, hold your 25% capacity. And then you can also have people sitting outside. Uh, but I think he recently just said, nah, uh, we're going to wait and see. And hopefully uh, coronavirus cases go down. So. You know, the one thing that I really hoped for, that I hope for every day that continues to not happen is a rise of a fucking third party. We're still just going headfirst into November with... Two of the shittiest people on the planet. No coverage or discussion of uh, Joe Johnson. Of course not. Joe Johnson 2020. Ben, you should know you have to have your hands in the pockets of special interest groups and lobbyists if you want any sort of coverage on any sort of national media. This is true. You need to walk hat in hand to uh, media networks and special interest groups and say, please, sir, can I have some more? Like and, it's that, that song they play in Wally. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're I good. Feel like it's that song they play in Wally where it's like, <laughs> put on your Sunday shoes. There's lots of world out there. <laughs> yeah. It's like what politicians <laughs> sing every morning. Like, oh, hey, come on, goodness. guy, let's put on our Sunday, Sunday shoes, shoes and go out and talk to the special interest groups. And uh, come on now. Yeah. Come on. 
Everyone, come on let now, me, support let me, us. Let me write you a check and you talk about climate change or about the anti-climate change. And uh, hey, guy, I mean, we'll hire some scientists, guy, and uh, we'll right. just get out there and uh, tell the world what they want to hear. Welcome to 2020, where it feels like 1950 all over again. Yeah, where <laughs> nothing has changed. Cause nothing has changed in blow cock. 80 years. <laughs> Dude, uh, so being a biblical studies major, something I've said for a long time is the more people change, the more they stay the same. And we are the same motherfucking animals that we've been since biblical times. Nothing it's new under the sun, man. Nothing new. Nothing new with humanity. That's why aliens left us alone a long time ago. They're like, you guys are kind of stupid. Like, <laughs> they came in, built the pyramids, and they were like, ah, you know what? Never mind. <laughs> hey, don't forget they left us cats. Oh, true. They gave us cats. And now we get to scoop their shit every other day. Yeah, super great. Just, Thank you. Just to have a little companionship. Right, just fucking aliens. <laughs> like those memes of the cats sitting on the beds while people are like cleaning out litter box and it's right. like just scoop my shit bitch. back to home base like the humans are still obeying it's like Uber's has heard that some restaurants sit down have lost about 50% of business I wouldn't be surprised hey, if that's true Igloo, what up what's up Igloo? there's Lacey nice thank Thanks you thank you thank you for being here uh yeah it's crazy just getting wild out there man did we talk about any of our favorite conspiracies last time? That'd be a good topic today. We're kind of going into oh. this blind, by the way. We don't really yeah, have, we like, don't really like at all. It's just like what's happening in the world. So you could, we just get a general idea of what's happened in the last three days and we'll fucking run with it. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite conspiracy? Oh, God. Um, see, now that you asked me, I'm going to forget yeah, and not remember. I can, I can start I with mine. Yeah, go, yeah, go and, ahead and start because I don't really – I don't really. And that's the, – uh, subscribe to many conspiracy like theories so. i don't subscribe to them i don't believe a lot of them i don't 95 percent of them um yeah. but that doesn't stop me from looking them up and like getting into some rabbit holes because i love that shit dude yeah oh there's ed nuts ed nuts is here too what's what going up? on the gang's all here gang's all here how's it going guys um yeah so Again, I don't necessarily believe this, but I don't think it's outside the realm of possibility. So there's a conspiracy that when aliens came down to like, hey, what's this little farm of ants doing down here? Um, they came around and they're like, yeah, um, no like propulsion machines. Our technology is like light years ahead literally of what yours is so we'll stick around because like we're good people and we'll help you build the pyramids and then the conspiracy is that the aliens had cats as companions right and so as they were spending time down here building the uh, pyramids after they left as like their parting gift they left us cats so like house cats not like yeah not like primal cats. cats yeah but you know house cats and that's why the Egyptians worship the Sphinx and they like literally like worship hey. cats in their culture because it came from the aliens. And there's a lot of hieroglyphics that we'll get into a lot more detail mm -hmm. and I'm going to waste everybody's time on. But moral of the story, cats came from aliens and that's why we scoop their shit every day, every other day in my house. Interesting. Um, it's like my fucking dog just goes outside. Yeah, he he's, goes he's got it figured out. Like right. he's he just shits in the yard, you know, and cats like, no, nah, I need some litter. I'm like what? Why? Why? You know, doesn't really make a lot of sense. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. My, my cats, favorite. my cats like to find holes outside and they just shit in those and use dirt. Yeah. Well, 
your cats aren't aliens. And that's true. I guess not. They've been domesticated enough. <laughs> they've been domesticated. Now they're just like humans. Right. They're just like, yeah, whatever. Macy said up. that Thomas said his favorite conspiracy is that everything you hear is a lie. Everything? Everything? All of it? Even what you're hearing right now is a you lie? Gotta, you got to specify everything. I wouldn't. I would never. I would never lie to you guys right to your face. <laughs> um, I mean, I know that there's a certain degree of truth to what you hear yeah. on Fox News. It's just jaded, and very CNN jaded. is just jaded. Very jaded, very twisted and, and, and biased. Um, what about you? Come on, hit me with a good conspiracy here. I don't know. I guess my, I guess uh, most recently, and I, I don't know how much of a conspiracy it is, uh, but it's basically the just the the global elite all being tied together and in cahoots like some lizard people type shit yeah like the lizard people type shit Mm. or like the the illuminati type stuff like they're all they're all linked they're all linked together and they all they all conspire with each other to to make the world turn the way they want that's interesting that's that's a good one and it's not there's there's parts of it i guess that's not uh Back later for food. Oh, yeah, food aren't always over. Uh, there's parts of it, I guess, that aren't too far fetched that could that could seem believable, which is probably what makes it a good conspiracy. Is just enough for you to be like, ah, that could be it. But uh, yeah, yeah I, I think I think another little 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 thing, little tidbit of that that like leans credit credibility to it is is when Epstein was was uh, was arrested, and then three days later he was found dead. By supposed suicide, which second favorite conspiracy. If you have, there's too much truth in it for it to be yeah, number one. If you have any semblance of some conglomeration of cells in your head that you call a brain, you'll know that you did not commit suicide. There's no way. No way. There's no, no way that uh, that um, all the cameras went dark. And the guards were no Ben. They didn't go dark. They just weren't working. Whatever, okay? whatever. Yeah. So they the just camps, weren't working at the time. At the, that specific the guards, time, the guards also at the exact same time were were nowhere to be found. And then all of a sudden, no, everything... dude. They they weren't nowhere to be found. They were napping. Oh, man, of course. Your, your of course, straight, whatever it was. The cameras and then, weren't working. It's not they went dark. They just weren't working. And the guys were there. They were just like napping or whatever. And, and it doesn't they didn't, matter that he has ties to both Donald Trump and Clinton's, Bill Clinton. Not to mention plenty of other global of elitists. Other, yeah, people that if you those did, dudes did you all see, looked at that. He got arrested, and they were like, "Oh fuck, he's gonna squeal." Did you see when Corona came out? I'm kind of changing because Epstein, but we're staying. We're but I, the moral I, I of the story is Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Yes, and I don't want to go away from that because I want to come right back to that. But did you see all those people commenting on like Tom Hanks's like Instagram and like Twitter posts after he got coronavirus? Did you see any of that? Uh, if I did, I don't remember what they said. Okay, so here's the whole thing. Uh, the Illuminati is tied to all the child sex rings, um, like child prostitution, basically. Naturally. And there's some drug that they take. Oh, God, this I'm getting old now because this, you know, coronavirus is like, you know, two months old now. So, right. why, you know. But that's anyway. it's older than two months. But something to do with Tom Hanks getting the coronavirus first as a celebrity. 
basically ties him to this child prostitution sex ring. Ipso facto, everybody thought Tom Hanks was a child molester. And like one day I'm on like I Don't do my Tom boy Hanks. Tom. Don't do my boy Tom like that, right? Nobody That is That's heinous. That is not only do we have Wilson, but you leave we Forrest have Gump alone. Forrest Gump. Exactly. And then we have Woody. That my boy Woody. Come right, on. Everyone's childhood. Andy's Woody. We I mean I guess you would have to get into some really deep, dark conspiracy holes to really start thinking that Tom Hanks was really part of like... You are, are chasing... Because if that's true, the world is a hundred times more corrupt oh, yeah. than we could ever imagine. There's one right ra- white rabbit you will not catch. Yes. Ed Nuts um, over here saying, Pizzagate, Lacey screaming out, Fall of the Cabal. Uh, and then we have King King Nimrod. They're all tied together. Tom so is weird. the national treasure. Amen. <laughs> what is Fall of Cabal? Yeah, what is that? I don't, that? Know, I don't know if I've really heard of it. The only Cabal I've ever heard of was in Destiny 2. <laughs> I'm going to Google search it real quick. Because um, I don't know what the Spaceman hell says next week's topic, Godzilla vs. Kong. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Probably not. We don't really. <laughs> I don't think we're discussing movies on this unless they have something to do with what's happening in the world. Yeah, it could happen. It could happen. Hmm. Oh, there's like a 10-part series. The government runs on a six-year-old coding language, and now it's falling apart. Let's go. I hope so. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Expose the government. Let's go. Oh, yeah. That's what it was. Adrenochrome. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's what they take that gives them... Oh, now I'm... Holy Jesus. Are we that... Are you guys that delayed? (laughs) It's something about... um, yeah, that's the drug that they take. Interesting. Makes gives them a passion or a thirst for young children, and they're all. So if you take that drug all the time, you're more susceptible to coronavirus or something. I don't know. Look, I guess it's crazy. I guess Shane Dawson was fisting that shit down his face hole. Ooh, the state was seeking volunteer programmers who know COBOL, a sixty-year-old programming language that the state's unemployment benefits system is built on. Okay, this could be one of my top five favorite conspiracies now. Here I'm going to have to do a lot more research on this. Um, oh, something in the chat had triggered something else conspiracy-wise. Oh, New, New Jersey, wanna... Ben. New Jersey isn't the only state that depends on COBOL. Oh, God. Connecticut's computer systems run on it for processing unemployment. Oh, let's go. This could be. I could. You want to talk about? Oh, that just gave me another rabbit hole that I really didn't need to. (laughs) Before we go, children's fear. Here's that monsters Inc. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think another one of the conspiracies that I kind of Tom Hanks wasn't in Monsters Inc. Was he? No. No. Yes, I am a thousand percent a proponent of DuckDuckGo <laughs> instead of Google. Thousand right. percent. If you research conspiracy theories, use DuckDuckGo. Okay, all right. I've never heard of that before. Appreciate the info. Uh, I guess another one of the conspiracies I like to like not subscribe to, but I, I I think is interesting is that the government is drip feeding us technology. Yeah, that well, apparently. I mean- Apparently, I am in like maybe Area Fifty One or wherever they whatever secret underground bunker and warehouse, as they've got a shitload of alien tech or whatever that they are just slowly drip feeding the world. 
in order that we so to keep us, I guess, I don't want to say uh, it's not a press. What am I looking for? Um, I guess in order to keep us from advancing too far in the dark. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's where for me, like conspiracy theories and reality start running into each other way too close is like, okay, if these things were real, the government wouldn't want it to get out. So like it could get in the hands of like Putin or Kim Jong-un or like all those crazy fuckers who, by the way, Russia voted like in unanimous decision, not unanimous decision, but in an overwhelming vote. Let me find the basically give Putin power until he dies to like 2036 or something like that. So these guys are so afraid of the KGB that they're just like, yep, nope, this this is fine. This is this is good. I wish I would have, I wish I would have put the GIF on here for for Star Wars, but I basically, basically, Putin is is. Emperor Palpatine at the end of episode three, where he, <coughs> or not at the end of episode three, like right in in the in like guess the middle of that movie where they where they vote Emperor Palpatine at that point, Chancellor Palpatine, all of the emergency powers that basically keep him in office as long as he wants. Have <laughs> and, you heard? And Padme just goes, and this is how democracy dies with thunderous applause. <laughs> like that's Russia. Russia is Star Wars. Russia is the Russia death of is, democracy. <laughs> Russia is ran by everybody. Um, yeah. Did you see that story of Robert Kraft and uh, Putin? Uh-uh. Dude, this is... I gotta take a sip of beer real quick. But Buckle up, chat. Basically, basically, Putin stole Robert Kraft's uh, Super Bowl ring. And there's like a video of it. What? He just so, said, let me get that... For some reason, I don't know the backstory. Robert Kraft, owner of the Patriots, ends up in Russia meeting Putin. And he goes and shakes his hand, and Kraft's got his Super Bowl ring on his right hand. So, like, as they shake hand, Putin kind of eyeballs it, and he's like, you know, that is a nice ring. Can I try it on? And Kraft's like, yeah, sure, you know, and, like, takes it off and hands it to Putin. Putin kind of, like, looks at it, and he, like, puts it on his right hand, and it fits. Like, it's a good fit. So Putin kind of like looks at it and then he just walks away and Robert Kraft's like, Hey, uh, that's, that's my ring. And the KGB is like, no, that is a gift to Putin. Like, <laughs> thank Putin, you for, thank you for Putin. generous gift. But never and the never just walked away and never gave it back. <laughs> and then like, so a couple days later, like news stories started circulating about like Rob fucking Robert Kraft just got his <clears throat> ring jacked by Putin. And then the KGB released a statement saying, no, no, this that was, was a gift. This was that, a great gift. Know, Kraft gave that as a gift to Putin. But there's like videos of him like taking it off and like handing it to him and Putin puts it on <laughs> just his way. It's like, That's wild. All right, Lacey, no worries. Uh, we'll catch you later. We'll be on talking shit for a while. So if you get the kids put to bed and want to come back, we'll be here probably. Oh, yeah. We'll More likely. definitely be here. Um, yeah, that's wild. Anyway. Putin's Rush, a Russia's a... Russia's a fucking enigma, dude. That place is wild. They just keep drinking their vodka. And they're all they're all drunk on vodka all the time. So they don't even know what's happening anyway. They're like, oh, Putin gets more power for the rest of life. Don't care. Drink more vodka. Takes everything. One of my favorite jokes I like telling people is that literally in Russia, vodka fixes everything. Dude will take a knife with it. Like, it's fine. Pour vodka and it fix. There was a guy who, he was on the Rogan podcast not long ago. Uh, 
who spent a lot of time over there and has now done like all of these crazy like excursions where he walks from one point of the world to the other point. Like it's, he was homeless for a while. He just like, anyway, that, wait, is that the guy that was on the, I guess the most, well, not one of the most recent, like the three hour long podcast. Yeah. They're like all three hours long. I'm going to have to look nah, the they, Well, I mean, quick. it's uh Andy something. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I, yes that's yes. the one I started listening to at work, but it was too loud today. So I didn't get a, a chance to, to really listen to it. I need to finish that one, but yeah, uh, um, that was the well, one I started was, listening to. But yeah, he was saying that there's a lot of like surrounding communities in Russia that are like thriving because they like live off the land mm-hmm. and like they're in secluded parts of Russia. So like, if you break your arm out there, you just like you just bandage it up and try to splint it up, and you don't really go get help and. And he was like, those people are coincidentally some of the most happy people I've ever met. Like they have like this natural in touchness with their land and their like mm-hmm. community and their crops. But everybody that lives in town is basically all drunkards. Like, <laughs> like the survival rate of somebody living in town versus outside of town is wild. And what happens to a lot of people is like if they lose a family member or something, they move in town because they're grieving and then they go and just get wasted and then they get stabbed in a bar fight and they die. Like that's what, that's literally what happens in Russia. That's so crazy. Russia's a wild, wild west. Yeah. But with a lot of vodka and a lot of disparity. That's crazy. Channel life is for everything. All right. Don't worry, spaceman. You're good. Do what you gotta do, but appreciate the support, though. Anyway, Russia's still fucked. They're gonna be fucked. Fucked up. Putin dies, and Putin's gonna find a way to live forever. So. And now they're coming after Trump for like. Well, I mean, still speak, speak, I don't know. Speaking of Russia, I, they apparently they've been that they had bounties on Americans operating in Afghanistan for forever, <laughs> and and. The Trump, the Trump administration didn't do anything about it. Knew about it and didn't do anything. It's like, what the fuck are you going to do about that? Dude. Uh, it's all proxy. Was, it's all proxy wars over there. The Cold War ended, but like it never really ended. It's all, it's all proxy wars so we don't fucking have a nuclear fallout. Did you see a cancel culture? Sorry, not to change this. Subject, You're good, go ahead. Cancel culture is out for uh, somebody new and it might be deserved. Is that Chris... De Elia guy. Oh, Chris Delia. Yeah. Okay. So like, Delia, I'll, ta- yeah, I'll talk whatever. about this because uh, I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of shit about this really, like recently. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm so fucking. I'm kind of kind of upset about it, right? Because I like the guy. Before I knew all of this, I liked him. I thought he was hilarious. Um, the wife and I have fucking have now tickets to go to go see him uh, down in Atlantic City because we're like, oh shit, he's coming. He's kind of funny. We like him. Now I don't know if I'm gonna if I'm gonna keep those tickets and go or or ask for a refund. But uh, yeah, apparently that dude has solicited been soliciting minors for years and harassing minors for like like texting years. girls and texting school. girls like girls high school every time like, whatever city he was in doing a show on his tour he's trying to get them to send nudes or whatever. not I'm good man. Him and I'm like. Of course, that was like there goes another one. Like, yeah. what what happens to like? 
like the dude, if like, and this is all like nothing's proven yet, but and I that that sounds bad. I mean, I'm inclined. I'm I'm gonna be inclined to believe all the girls that are coming forward and saying this because there's too many of them coming forward saying stuff for it to like not be true. Well, and again, like we said last podcast, everybody's American right is due process. So like we mm-hmm. can't judge and jury the guy right away. But just like in the George Floyd case, like it looks pretty bad. Looks and bad. It does yeah. not look good at Ed Nuts, all. Ed Nuts is telling us his management came out with receipts today proving when the miners told them their age, he would stop responding. Oh, well, that's good. Well, there's a slight glimmer. Yeah. But, uh, you know, in the the girl that originally posted this shit about him being a predator apparently got turned oh. down by him. When she messaged him again being 21, See? and so she wanted to go after him. Again. And again, we, we we can't say... Yeah, not victim not shaming. Not victim shaming, but, but we, can't, but we can't just right away yeah. come out and cancel the guy. This is the problem because... with cancel culture, is people get their pitchforks and their torches and get one whiff of one bad thing, and they're like, fucking goddamn, man! It's like, god damn. Yeah, it's definitely a creep, but I, you know, I, don't know, I wouldn't say... Uh, I mean, here's the thing. So there's let's the flip side of that cord. Let's give him his side. Let's give the accusees their side, and let's let them, in a judicial system, take it to the court. And I know there's a lot of flaws in the judicial system, yeah. but it's designed to be perfect. But again, man fucks up everything that they touch. So right. now the judicial system is not perfect. But that being said, we can't just come out and like, be like, oh, sorry, we're done. Mm-hmm. Like, cancel all your shows, fire them from all the networks, because there's got to be a system of due process here. Right. It's like a college football player. I can't remember the guy's name. He yeah, lost his, his entire like, had college his, football had his career wife because that chick cheated on her boyfriend with that dude. Yeah, and, and she, she didn't want him to rape. find out, and said it was rape and ruined his life. And now, and, the, and the now I saw something on that recently. She was get sentenced in court. I think she has to do time. She um, should. I think she, she has to do time. She should. And she, literally, you can see in the photos of her, she had no remorse. She gave zero fucks. Well, and again, you can't believe all men. You can't believe all women. Like, you can't believe all of anything. Because humanity, sucks. guess what the fuck is up? It is flawed. Mm-hmm. We kind of suck sometimes. We you fuck gotta up have a lot of good shit. Yeah, you gotta have due process. You can't just blindly follow everything. Exactly. You gotta put yep. the. You gotta put the research in. So yeah, we'll see what happens. But I'm the way drinking the, heavily talking about all this stuff, man, just gets a, me worked up. I'm about to do what you did last week. I'm about to run back to the fridge here in a minute. Please do. Um, I brought a beer up here thinking I wouldn't have to run back down, but gonna um, have to. I'm gonna bring a few back so I don't have to keep going back to the fridge. Um, yeah, but given the way coronavirus is going right now, I'm not even sure that show is gonna even still go. No, the way it's going. It's July. It's at the end of this month. It's July 24th. So we'll we'll wait and see. And honestly, the way things are going, I might not even go anyway, just because of coronavirus. I'm gonna go down there and get sick. Yeah. Well. So, Kind of, kind of sucks, but you know, twenty twenty. I'm pretty sure I've already had coronavirus. I probably had some semblance of it back when everybody was sick in December and January. There's no way I get in touch with as many homeowners as I do, and meet as many people as I do for work on a daily basis, where I didn't come into contact with it. Right. 
But today um, I had like this weird taste in my mouth. I'm like, am I losing my taste buds? Losing my taste. Is this the first step? Great. Right. How about uh, how about I ramp an arrest warrant out for Trump and other people involved in the killing of Qasem Soleimani and asking Interpol for help? Good luck with that, bros. That's that's as cute as cancel culture coming after Joe Rogan. Yeah, like that's that's just as cute. Like, oh, you guys, you guys I get you're pissed you about guys. it, but uh, I mean, I get I ran your pissed that that uh, you one of your fucking most like worst leaders, military leaders ever, fucking took a hot one to the dome. <laughs> but like, <laughs> we got it's it's war, bro. It's like not, it's not as, it's dome. not like an established war we have with Iran, but like. You know, it's just gonna happen. You got an opportunity to take a guy out. It's gonna happen. It's just what. And, and now you got your fucking panties do, in a bunch. Do they not think that like all of the left has literally been searching for anything to get a search warrant on him for and an arrest warrant on him for? for yeah. What is it? Three and three and a half three years. Three and a now? quarter. Three and three quarters. Three and a quarter. Somewhere in there. Something not like the that. best at math. Thanks, public school. Way to go. Um, but like. <laughs> Come on, guys. Like, I just, I just, like, I, I told Google to, to play me the news the other day when I was driving into work. Because I didn't have that much. That is a bold move. Yeah, well, okay, that so. That's a very bold move. So what I did is <laughs> I went. you Google to tell you the new Ben, I've trained you better than this. <laughs> no, <friend>. no, no, no. <laughs> so, I picked, I picked what news sources I wanted to listen to to have my yeah, news that's... come from. So I picked places that are relatively as unbiased as you can find. So I picked Reuters and um, news sources from outside the country um, to, to, to like tell me the news. So I try, I try and get my shit as unbiased as, as possible. But that, that headline came across and I was like, what? Iran put out an arrest warrant. I was like, you guys, you guys do realize that, that you, he's the president, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> you don't just to get to put out an arrest warrant and Interpol and ask Interpol for help, but have Interpol come up to the White House and be like, uh, "Excuse me, Mr. Trump, we're gonna, yeah, <laughs> Iran's got an arrest warrant for you. Uh, we're this we're is, gonna need to get you on this plane. You need to come with us and uh, hop on over to Iran. Like that's not Secret how that works. Secret Service is gonna be like, "Fuck you." Secret Service is gonna be like, "The fuck, <laughs> the fuck out of here. The fuck are you doing here? Get back in your fucking plane and go back to France, guy." Like, yeah. If you don't want to get shot, you should it's probably not, be not out of here. Not, not that that's works. right, wrong, or indifferent, but it's just, it's just I don't know. It gave me a chuckle. I was not like, gonna happen. I was like, good. Way to go. Good job. Yeah. I was telling uh, my dad today, who uh, is obviously an older guy, um, about cancel culture. We actually had a really good talk about cancel culture and how ridiculous everything is. So and he's like, I'm pretty sure he voted for Hillary in 2016, not to like put the guy on blast or whatever, but he hates Trump. He just thinks he's a complete idiot. And if you knew my dad personally, you would think that's not the way he would have voted. You know yeah. what I mean? But he's just fucking. But now I have to judge your dad for voting for Hillary. Well, I, I, that's not confirmed. I can't say that I know that for sure, but the first election that he voted in, in a very long time was 2016. And he's never told me exactly who, but I know that he really, and he was like, he loved George Bush. Like, you know, guy a lot would, of people did. He's an Iowa farm boy. Like, yeah, you would think that would be a typical, like born bred 
but he has a huge heart and he listens to Trump talk and he's like, this guy's just a fucking idiot. Like he was telling me today, the guy sits on the toilet at 3 a.m. and tweets out shit and he just can't keep his fucking mouth shut. Like tweets out what is in the toilet bowl. Yeah, that he was telling me, and I don't know that this is true or not, but this is just what he was telling me. I assume it would be true, but some Russian guy came out who in his words can actually speak English. Um, that's not meant to be, you know, God, God anything, it, but I know. And he was like, Trump is bullshit. Everything he says is bullshit. It's all a lie. And after that, he followed with, I can't tell if the guy is just incredibly smart or if he's incredibly stupid. And I think there's, there's an intricacy. There's a mix of he's so smart that he thinks he can do whatever he wants. Yeah. And that makes him incredibly fucking stupid. You have Joe Biden as the person going against you. All you got to do is shut the fuck up and let things play out. All, all you got to do is shut the hell up because he's not going to be able to beat you on his own. But if you lead, if you lead yourself to your own demise and continue to give the left a better reason to vote for the cabinet or whatever, you're, you're, all you got to do is shut the fuck up, dude. That's all you got to do. Shut the fuck up and run the country. And he can't, yeah, he can't do it. Not, it's just not in. He's his not capable of person to, to fucking shut up. He has to have the last word. Well, that would be like a subtle admittance of defeat, you know, if mm -hmm. somebody took his Twitter page away from right. him, because you know, right. Anyway, um, I'm gonna run to the fridge real fast. Yeah, you guys yeah. keep chat entertained, Alex. I'm gonna try to keep chat entertained. Somebody throw something at me. I want to know what what Ed Nuts is up to right now. Or there's three. I can tell y'all I'm tired as hell right now. It's been a long week. I'm messing with this new camera angle too. I'm trying to get it. Rocking my be good to people shirt. Because at the end of the day, all you gotta do is be good to people. It's not that hard. It's really not that difficult. Drinking a nice cold IPA, as I mentioned. Oh, making dinner. Like you're a mom or something. Like you have a child to cook dinner for. Uh, um, I'm quick commercial break. What in the world podcast is brought to you by? Beer. Beer. Beer is good. Beer is good. Beer, Beer is, is good. good. And, and shit. <laughs> Classic. Good crack song. Um, I know. It's a good crack. I kind of have the already, too. Uh, do not break the seal right now. Dude, I know. It's so hard, though. Uh, let's see. What, is, uh, what else is happening? A Chaz is still going strong. It's old Seattle. Oh, yeah? Good. Good for them. Yeah, good good for them. Good for That's them. good. Hopefully they don't have any more shootings or rapings yeah, or not, uh, people beating people up because they're not complying. Right. All um, of the things that they're literally setting out. To... Oh, how about this? We'll talk about this. This is this is I'll talk about this for a minute. Because this is complete bullshit. So 
Um, some of you guys may know. I'm going to look up this girl's name. Um, you have immediately piqued my interest, by the way. What's her name? So I don't fuck it up. Um, okay, yeah, here it goes. Get a load of this. Uh, two months ago, a U.S. Army soldier by the name of Vanessa Guyen, G-U-I-L-E-N. Guyen? Guyen. Went missing. Two months ago from Fort Hood in Texas. Two months. In Fort Hood. Missing for two months in the Army. Basically. What? What? Did fuck all about it. What race was she? She uh, appears to be... She had to be Hispanic Hispanic, or some sort of... Yeah. Looks to be Hispanic, right? So that that double L's got to be like a Y in there. Yeah, Guyan. So I'm gonna try and hopefully I don't fucking get linked over the coals for this um, by the military. But careful. I know. So the the army goes. Cancel culture. You know what? I don't even. I don't give a shit. She's been yeah. she's been missing for two months, and uh, background on this is she and this is a big problem. I guess in the military in general, but uh, Edna especially, says especially from Houston. There you go. Thank you, Edna. Uh, this, this is a big question. She's been sexually. She was being sexually harassed by one of her sergeants. Fuck. Fucking. She was. Yeah, yeah, of course she was. The army has a history of this. It's it's like apparently it's uh, from what I understand. Uh, it's horrible. That shit's there's horrible. A, in the there's army. a documentary on it that I've seen in the past. I don't know what the name of it is. Yeah, so that's just so horrible. And the army, it, but yeah. the army's really bad about always sweeping that shit through the rough. Nothing it, like gets resolved, but it's just... Army? Kind of, kind of Catholicism. Right. <laughs> anyway. Sorry, that's not nice. Anyway. She was missing for two months. Her mom is uh, rightfully so freaking the fuck out because they have no idea where she is and it doesn't seem that they... Wait a minute, Ben. Are you telling me that you'd be freaking out if you hadn't seen your daughter in two months? I mean, you should really just calm down and trust the army. Exactly. Exactly. So she is freaking the fuck out and coming at the army hard because they're basically showing no effort. So I think today, today, they found remains. Turns out they're her remains. And as shitty as it was to like as it is to say, but when she's been missing for two months, and at that point, you know, you're kind of just like, this is shitty to say, but she's she's dead. Like you're missing for that long with no with no fucking word to anybody about anything. Like unfortunate, well, and they found her remains. Yeah, so unfortunate fact. Would... Unfortunate fact. Before they found her remains, it was like you, you just I kind of had to assume that like. Well, the chance statistically, dead. the chances are very low. Yeah, so it's just like the the army took took two months. Like if this shit, and I'll give you my experience. Like the Marine Corps, you don't get to go missing for two months like that. We fucking shut bases down when uh, dumbass PFCs lose goddamn rifle in the field. We shut everything down. You know, nobody in or out, so you fucking find that shit. Um, if you are late to morning PT. Your phone starts ringing uncontrollably. If you don't, they found a different missing soldier's remains. I'm looking for her. Oh, good. So now there's two two dead soldiers. Sick, sick. Way to go, army. You guys are really fucking Damn nailing it. it. Um, you don't show up to work. Phone ringing uncontrollably. People are coming to your barracks room or your house, banging on your door looking for you. Like in the Marine Corps, you don't just get to fucking disappear because we've had instances like that where accountability wasn't taken super great and 
you know, Marines have lost their lives. So it's like, it's like how the fuck, like there was, there's this one story I saw this one Marine on some base somewhere. They didn't go into detail, which was probably smart on their part. Um, got high as a kite on God knows what and ran, ran off base, just fucking took off, ran, ran off base, went four miles off base, no idea where the fuck he was. Marine Corps found him in two hours. You know, like, like, like that's pretty incredible given the fact that you can take a four mile radius and draw that around the base. And they found this dude, and they yeah. found this dude high as shit, you know, wherever. Like, you don't get to go missing. If you were missing in the Marine Corps, the Marine Corps is calling everybody that knows you to figure out where the fuck you went. And, you know, I get it. Fort Hood's big, but, you know, that's why you have small unit leadership and a bunch of other things. Like, how the fuck do you just let a soldier go missing for two fucking months? Ednut says once they had a suspect and went to go question him, he shot himself. Hmm. Well, if that isn't an, an admission hmm. of guilt, um, I don't know. This, this, is why I, this is why I like having chat, because I don't always get the time to, to put myself in at all. No, and I literally... All the things. I, I don't watch. I can't watch the news anymore. I, but I, I, yeah. I have to turn it off. But that's. But like supposedly, you know, she had filed at least one complaint and and sexual harassment uh, thing against that sergeant, and he was about to go file another one when she went missing. So. Yeah, weird. File well, almost as if almost as if somebody made somebody her didn't want her to talk. Yeah. yeah. So like it's just um it's unbelievable. Almost like when Jeffrey Epstein gets into a cell, the cameras magically shut off and the guards are all sleeping. Magically take a nap and he magically hangs himself. Although the although the third party ruled, autopsy, yeah, revealed that, that it was a homicide in his neck that uh, almost never happened in uh, it's suicides because yeah. you can't break your neck like that unless someone is choking you out and strangling you. Like that's just it's just unacceptable. That I I, mean, I don't know. I'll have to look. I'll have to look and see. But I have yet to 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 fucking see any type of coherent statement from the fucking army about what how they handled this. So no, dude, it's it's the same. It's the same as that brotherhood gen- shit that happens on police force. It's a, it's the same exact mentality. It's, same, it's, same exact mentality. It's fucking, it's fucking unacceptable. Like this is a, a giant pub, pub, publicized black eye um, for the army. So good job, good job, army. Way to go! Um, you've done, you've done fucking played yourself. Well, and one of my, uh, one of my best friends, the guy that I had another podcast, still have, um, but he's just super busy, and it's tough to get him pinned down with work and school and everything. He was in the army. And he tells a story about being late to PT and everybody blowing up each other's phones, trying to find this guy. And I, I've heard it out of the horse's mouth from an army soldier that you don't go missing for two months and people just don't try to find you. Yeah. Like, so the leadership of that base completely fucked themselves. What were they doing? They had to have known. They had yeah, to have you known know she's not, she hasn't been showing up to work and like, like, what? I don't remember. Like, whatever. Like, Were they trying to uh, say that she just like left the army? What do they call that? Um, desertion. Go, 
Yeah, desertion. Or AWOL. They, they, they just trying to say that she's AWOL and they were just waiting for her to pop up on a fucking, like, traffic stop or something? Like... <sighs> that's not that's not how it should work. It's like Somebody knows something there, and it, it'll all probably leak out again. Can't judge and jury, but... Stinks. Fucking, Stinks fucking, doesn't smell good. Nah, just fucking unacceptable on their part. Doesn't right. smell good. And even being a part of a, a government agency stinks even worse, unfortunately. I mean, you can't make just basic generalizations about an institution like that, but they don't have a great track record. Yeah, no, they don't. Not at all. No. Not in that regard. This is just not helping their case in that at all. So, yeah, that, that's like Ugh. very frustrating that like, fucking puts a sour taste in my mouth. And, I mean, imagine being that girl's mom, too. Oh, she was know? like, if you guys don't fucking pull your head out of your ass, I'm going to burn the base to the ground. Like, she's been doing the same shit. Yeah. I haven't been blessed enough to have kids yet, but if that was my daughter, um, heads would be rolling. <laughs> like, For I, sure. I'd, be, I'd be man on fire at that shit. Like, all right, well, who the fuck knows well, something that they Denzel are not Washington. saying? Full Denzel Washington. Uh, not oh god, it just makes me sick even thinking about yeah. it. It's terrible. I did see on a on a positive note. I was in line at Chipotle yesterday, and this girl, two in front of me, paid for the girl behind me as just like a random act of kindness. Mm-hmm. I was getting weepy eyed in that bitch, dude. I'm like, the world's so ugly right now. Just like any sort of like beauty like just humanity taking care of humanity makes me so fucking happy right like we're so fucked up at this point we're so fucked up at this point that any shred of kindness is something we're gonna latch on to yeah yeah i know i just really wish people would be better to each other and just take care of each other Really don't like, think it should be that tough of a concept, but uh, apparently it's really hard to grasp. If fucking five year olds could do it, why can't we? Yeah, I've had preschool students. Eli- like uh, Elijah, my your nephew, my adopted nephew, because I said so. Um, yeah, no, that that works. Um, he's six, and I'm sure that that kid's like the kindest fucking kid in the world. Like, he got a, he got a hateful bone in his body, and which is credit to Mac and and uh, Aaron, but. Yeah, like, we were, if, if he's six years old and can fucking figure it out, like, what are the rest of us doing? We were FaceTiming you guys on Saturday night on his birthday party night. And uh, after we hung up and, like, we said, you know, every, like, everybody on the FaceTime was like, love you, love you guys, love you guys, you know. And he was kind of looking and uh, he was like, oh, that's, you know, that's nice that everybody loves each other. I'm like, rule of life, man. Like, just always tell your friends you love them. You know, and he was yeah, like, because you never know when the fuck the last time you're going to talk to them is. He was like, oh, OK. Like, yeah, that sounds like very reasonable. You know, yeah. that that sounds like a very reasonable thing to do. Just always tell your friends you love them. Yeah, just and people be kind to people. It's not that fucking weird. No, it shouldn't be. But but here we are. And it is a large part of society has a real issue or problem with that. But yeah. It is what it is, I suppose. All right, dude, I got to. <laughs> Does Bobby Bonilla have the greatest contract that ever existed? Well, now you got me doing some research on on on, on people. So hold on one second, because I'm gonna show 
baseball. Uh, baseball. See, now you're getting back into like uh, the Mets will pay one point one nine million every year until July. Holy what? This man just secure the bag out of nowhere. This dude be getting paid. Hold on, was I about this sneeze? <clears throat> Wish another happy Bobby Bunny a day. Why? Wednesday, he's gonna collect another one point one million dollar check from the Mets. Every from two thousand eleven until twenty thirty five. Holy! What does he get this payday? Because they agreed to buy out his remaining five point nine million instead of paying him that at one time to make annual payments of nearly one point two million for twenty five years. Negotiate, including it, negotiate eight percent interest. That's crazy. Well, okay, that dude, that dude has the greatest. Hugo joined us. Yeah, I did. That that dude has the, uh, yeah, that's the greatest contract of all time. Okay, one one point two million dollars a year every year. That's Who's amazing. That? Bobby Bonilla. Who the fuck is that? The Mets baseball player who negotiated with the Mets oh, to get yeah. his contract worked out, to where he gets that plus eight percent interest. That's amazing. You think Will and Jade's relationship is in turmoil after the recent headlines? Um, wait, are you talking about like with Shane Dawson? I think not. I don't know. I don't really follow Will Smith and Jade's relationship that close, so I don't know what's going on there. Now you really make Hugo. You're really making me show my ass out here. He's just getting all this shit from the Barstool podcast. Right. He's making us try to carbon copy the bar barstool podcast. Look, man, I'm not events. I'm not Big Cat and Alex is not El Presidente, <laughs> all right. It could be though. Could be. Eventually. Um All right, Alex is back. What's up? What's next on the docket? Oh man, what do we what do we want to get into next other than Will and Jada? And I, I do think Bobby Bunny have probably does have the best contract. That dude has secured the bag until 2035. It has nothing to worry about. Secure that bag, dude, my friend. Bread for days. Bread for years. Yeah, California is ordering closures of indoor dining and bars in 19 counties. He was looking at headlines on Twitter. Let's <laughs> go on to trending. What's trending on Twitter? Florida Sheriff says he may deputize gun owners against protesters. That is a slippery and dangerous slope that we should probably not go down. Yeah, we probably shouldn't uh, start creating militias because um, we found that out in Omaha. What happens when gun owners start to go against protests and that um, ends up in people getting shot? Do you hear about any of that shit? I know about... Uh... Gun toting Karen and Steve in St. Louis. Oh, that's that's a different story. So I'll tell you the story of what happened in Omaha because this this is a, a good topic. Yeah. So uh, this bar owner in Omaha. Oh no, protests. we did talk about this when we when we did some gaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this bar owner in Omaha um, goes to protect his bar against protesters uh, in downtown Omaha, right? A, the guy's got an expired concealed handgun license, which is the first red flag. Um, B, he does get into a conflict with protesters outside. Two guys do jump him. 
push the shit out of his dad, blah, blah, blah. Um, take him into like this water because it had rained the night before on the side of the road, like up along the gutter. Guy fires a warning shot because he flashes his unlicensed concealed carry. People jump him, fires a warning shot. The two jump off of him and run while another guy jumps on him. And some people are saying that he was trying to take down like a shooter in the street. Some people are saying that he tried to, you know, jump him to try to beat his ass or whatever. You can imagine the left is saying that it's, and then somewhere in the middle is the truth. Yeah. Um, But moral of the story, well, not moral of the story. The kid ends up getting shot in the neck dies. Hmm. Uh, Bar owner walks free because Nebraska is a stand your ground state. So they have reason to believe that he was protecting his property, whatever. But here's the moral of the story. That fucking kid didn't have to die. Basically, yeah. Like, if the protesters were doing what they were supposed to be doing, lawfully doing, and peacefully protesting, which is their God-given American right. Which is what the not majority trying to break of them windows, probably not trying doing. To, not trying to loot and rob shit. And if that motherfucker just would have stayed home or sat in his bar and said, hey, look, if you come in here, now now the tides are turned. Like, yeah, if you come I'm going to tell you to leave. I'm going to tell you to leave. And then if you don't leave, then we're going to have an issue. So again, it's all fucking convoluted in the middle. And a fucking 22 year old kid ends up losing his life. No reason. Bar owners, white James Spurlock kid who died. What? Black. Horrible. I was a fucking shithead at 22. Yeah. I would like you're, you're, you're I'm three, Yeah, I'm three years removed from 22, and I was still kind of a shit a little bit. Not your that cognitive much, ability yeah. is not what it's supposed to be at 22. So, if we just would have been a fucking civilized society and not been breaking shit and not been toting a gun in front of our bar in the name of safety, both sides are wrong. But now mm-hmm. we end up with a kid who's dead, yeah, for no reason. 22 year old kid dead. In the middle of a protest. And I guarantee you, if you start deputizing gun owners. I think it's going to turn to a full-blown civil dude, war. Dude, that's you want to talk about the Wild West. Oh, my God. I, I was going to say, that's that's the Civil War. Like that's, I, I I can't imagine. Like, like I'll, I'll go out and let me say that 95% of the people protesting are doing it right. But there's always that 5%, which is what the, what the military says. Um, there's always, like, you'll have... There's always the five percent that fuck it up for everyone. Always, no matter what, wherever you are, military, fucking protests, civilian jobs, whatever. There's always five percent of people in whatever group you were part of that are gonna fuck it up for everyone. And ninety-five percent of bar owners were probably either saying, you know, hey, like if if this shit starts to impact like my actual bar, then that's one thing. Like if they start to come in here and start to lose shit, that's one thing. Right. But then you have the 5% bar owner who goes out and is toting a gun. And then you get a kid who's probably not even in the 5% of the looters. You know what I mean? Cause you yeah, can he make just a reasonable to be wrong argument. place, wrong time, probably wrong place, wrong time, wrong place, wrong Look, time. I'm now all that about, kid's never going to get to live out the rest of his life. And I'm all safe. about, you know, your second amendment right to bear arms. If you want to have guns, go ahead and have guns, but do it legally. And he walked. He walked. They didn't even take it to trial. Jesus. So, he just walked. With the follow, appreciate you, bro. 
Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's shitty. Like, look, I'm, I'm all for it. Like, go ahead, like, you know, have your right to bear arms, but do it the right way. Do it the legal way. Which, again, 95% of people do, and you have a 5% of people are going to fuck it up. Did you listen to the uh, Colleen Noir? And his his real name isn't that, but he's a he's a black um, Second Amendment supporter that was on the Rogan podcast. Oh, I'll need to look at that one. That sounds like a very a very good listen. It was a very good lesson. There you go. You figured about... it out, Hugo. Appreciate you. <laughs> uh, talks about. Um, how after all of this civil unrest started to happen, a lot of the people that were so anti-guns, anti-Second Amendments were like texting Joe Rogan and this other guy, like, how do I get a gun? What's the process? Like, how do I protect myself? He you mentioned know? that. Joe Rogan mentioned that on the one with John Stewart. Like, he, it was mm-hmm. brief. He mentioned it. But, like, yeah, he got a lot of a lot of people contacting him, like, how do I do this? How do I do this? How do I, how do I provide food for my family? You know, kind of like uh, how do I go hunting, like all this kind of stuff. Who is Slump Kamish? He is a guy that uh, Hugh and I went to went to school with. Nice. Appreciate those follows for sure. Every little bit helps. Um. So yeah, for real. Like, you want to own guns? Fine. I don't have a problem with that. You you want to get a concealed carry? Fine. I don't have a problem with that either. Do it the right way. Follow the laws that are in place. To safely and you know lawfully own your weapons. The fucked up thing in Nebraska is if he wasn't concealing that, he wouldn't have needed a permit. You can open carry in Nebraska. You just can't conceal carry in Nebraska. Yeah, well, you can't conceal anywhere without a permit. Well, that's not true. Most places you can't conceal carry without a permit. Correct. So open carry all you want. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Walk around, walk around with that pistol in your hand. Just don't tuck it in your waist. I would say in your hand, like leave it holstered. But I mean, you know, walking around with a with a with a gun holstered, fucking, that's a big enough deterrent as it is. I'm not gonna. Yeah. If I was a shithead, I wouldn't. I wouldn't try and fuck with somebody that's got a got a sidearm just holstered. Speaking of sidearms, we'll just fucking use this to transit to this. Holy fuck, gun safety, people. Take ten minutes to do some goddamn research on the internet to know. How to safely use and operate your firearms? the The amount of people I see that just walk around with those things with fingers on their triggers all the time for no reason. Like, come on, come on. Here's a little bit of knowledge for you guys. This is this is what the Marine Corps does, right? We have fucking five five written weapon safety rules. Six, six, really, but the six ones. Uh, I wouldn't say unspoken, it's just not written down. So it goes like this. Little, the, little, the little way you can remember is this. It goes, treat, never, keep, keep, right? So first one, treat. Treat every weapon as if it was as if it was loaded. Even if you fucking know that it's not loaded. On the off chance, one day you pick one up with one still in the chamber and you don't know, God forbid, an accident happens, right? Treat every weapon as if it was loaded. Never. Second, second one. Never pull your weapon at anything you did not intend to shoot. If you are pointing that firearm, no matter what it is, at something, you are intending, or you should be, intending to shoot whatever that's pointing at. Right? So if you're not intending to shoot that, point that bitch at the ground, point that bitch at the sky, or leave it in the fucking holster. All right? Yeah. Don't fucking point that shit at anything you are not 
willing or prepared to to fucking shoot. All right. Third third one. Never again. Never, or was it treat never never treat never keep keep or whatever. Yeah, keep. Sorry, third one's keep. I had a couple of beers. Thoughts are getting all mumbled. Mumbled. Aren't you? Aren't you a marine or something? Yeah, Jesus. some shit like that. So treat <laughs> treat never keep. Have you ever keep, handled keep. a freaking firearm? All right, alcohol right now is saying no. <laughs> um, so the the third one is keep right. Keep it's it's fucking keep your finger straight and off the trigger. Until you're ready to fire, right? Do not have your goddamn finger anywhere near the fucking trigger until you're ready to pull, all right? That trigger, right? And uh, treat never. <laughs> See, this is why I'm getting fucking fucked up. But uh, treat never keep keep, and I'm just like, uh, look it up because I'm getting all fucking flustered. Um, fucking alcohol and nicotine, boys. Be careful, kids. Don't blame it on the nicotine. I mean. Hugo should be roasting you right now. He should. Um, or Slump should be roasting you. One of the two. Somebody, they're going to in a second. Just wait for it. Um, <laughs> How do okay, I see but... followers? Do I do I get to see followers? Oh uh, yeah, there it is. And then just how the fuck did I forget this was one of the most important ones? So there's no reason for you to be walking around with that bitch cock, well, with that bitch on fucking fire, ready to go. All right, that's how action happened. Okay. Now so, this is uh, this is so. It's a funny video and it's hilarious, but at the same time, it it, it shows you all of the all of the weapon safety rules that were not followed. So one of my favorite favorite vines ever. Cut him off. He's had too much to drink. I've had two beers. I'm a lightweight now. Sorry, Wolverine. Um, it's a funny line. It was this country as country as kid. You guys probably seen it. He's talking about. I think he's actually talking about fucking weapon safety. And his buddy's walking around the background. The fucking slips in a ditch. And fucking fires his weapon, like the the rifle off into the sky, and the dude goes, "God damn it, Clyde! I told you to." Oh, I've seen that one. <laughs> yeah, he just says, "God damn it, Clyde! Get fucking get in the truck!" All right, it's one of my favorite fucking vines ever. But that dude literally did not follow any of the weapon safety rules. So like, keep 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 up, my dude. <laughs> Thanks, you go. Um, so the sixth the sixth one, uh, which hasn't been written down. Uh, but we we do always say when we go to the range, they always say it. They, they're always like, all right, what are your five weapon safety rules? And we rattle them off better than I did because, you know, we're sober. Um, but they always say the six, six, one, don't fire a gun while you're drunk. Uh, that should be the seventh. <laughs> that should be the seventh one. Um, Talk to Dick Cheney about that one. Yeah. RIP <laughs> that guy's face. Um, the sixth one is uh, know your target, what lies behind it. Okay. So one of the most disturbing and disappointing videos I've seen in recent times is uh, there was a high-speed high, high speed chase, I think it was in Florida. Uh, some guy had, had hijacked a UPS truck. It was a UPS delivery van. Um, and the cops get the van stopped. And the guy won't come out of the van. So they just fucking pull their handguns and pull the rifles and just fucking start lighting that thing up. But it's in the middle of a fucking freeway. So the van, the delivery van, delivery, UPS delivery truck is stopped in the middle lane of a, of a, of the highway of the interstate. And there is at least one, two, three, four, like five or six civilian cars around this thing. And the cops have circled the fucking UPS truck. 
And I was amazed that, A, the cops did not shoot each other because cars provide absolutely zero cover from firearms. <laughs> the bullets go through those things like a hot knife through fucking butter. Um, and I, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty... I, I remember reading... I'm pretty sure at least two or three civilians fucking took some, took a hot one in the crossfire because these cops had no, I just fucking completely fucked off that last, that last one, which is know your target and what lies beyond it. They said the guys in the van, fuck them and lit that bitch up. And at least three, I think at minimum three civilians got caught in the crossfire. And it's like, how was there no training in that entire police department in Florida to not, you know, shoot and not know what the fuck is behind your target. Like the cops on the one side had no idea that there were cops on the other side and civilian cars and they just like lit that thing up. So how a cop didn't take a hot one, I will never understand. But yeah, so yeah, that's my little, that's my soapbox so, on weapon so safety because I've seen too much of it. Everything that Ken and Karen weren't doing in uh, St. Louis. Were well, always... I mean, I think Ken, Ken was, Ken was, for the most part, what I see, Ken was fine. He didn't have his finger on the trigger. He probably had that bitch off safe. I ain't gonna lie. Karen was waving that Karen thing around. Karen looked like she was strung out on crack cocaine when she mustard like on her shirt. Like, she looked like she was like six gin and tonics deep. Just was, fucking waving she was around at least a little pistol that six, her husband she had gave a little, her. Yeah, she had a little derringer, but she was at least six gin and tonics deep. Her eyes were fucking wild crazy. <laughs> And she had her finger on that trigger ready to fucking pop off at the slightest breeze that blew her t-shirt wrong. Like, she had just finished <laughs> six gin and tonics, ripped a line of cocaine, and spilt mustard on her shirt from her sandwich she down right after that because she was hungry as a bitch. Like, she was ready like, to go that off. That sounds like me in Cancun. Right? <laughs> Like she was ready to go off. Like Ken, Ken was probably like, "You guys want to go? You guys want to go to the club? Let's go to the club. Let's, let's, let's go. go to the club. This sounds great. Let's go. Come on, shit, bro. Is that a gun? Can I see it? No, yeah. no, absolutely not. You cannot see that. What the fuck is wrong with you? You want to walk down the streets of Cancun by ourselves? Let's go. Sounds no, like a great no idea. No worries. No worries. Yeah, Take like, that bitch off safety and let's go. Yeah, dude. Fucking Ken had some semblance of decorum about him, minus that he. Uh, he probably had that bitch like hot was and it, ready to go. Was it he wearing a pink polo too? Oh, my man looked like the quintessential suburban Bro, father. You couldn't have put on anything else other than what you would find in like, they the heard, Florida they magazine. Heard a, they heard like, a ruckus. They heard a ruckus outside. Karen got got scared, squeezed her sandwich, and spilt mustard on her shirt, and grabbed a derringer from her purse. Ken was like, "Oh God, here they come!" And just fucking ripped the M sixteen off the wall. And that was a Hugh, that was a Vietnam era M sixteen. Like Ken looked hard as fuck. Karen is a thing of nightmares. No, <laughs> her eyes scared me, dude. I saw a picture and I thought she was gonna shoot me through the phone. There's a lot I of was darkness terrified. Was she has some demons. Her, the she was darkness in her eyes reminded me of Voldemort. Dude, like, she there's there's a sickness in those eyes. That lady had some demons that she was trying to exercise that day. <laughs> she hates black people as much as Voldemort hates muggles. That's yeah. a real. That's yeah, a real. No lie. I, she wakes up metaphor. in the middle of the night to one little sound in the garden going, and grabs that fucking derringer out of the bedside table and just starts popping off. Like if she catches a shadow of blackness in her eyes, she's just like, Pew! oh shit, never mind. <laughs> I got another one. Wow. 
<laughs> Jesus, Karen. <laughs> like, if I was her husband, I would never. I would take that thing away from her and never let her handle another firearm in her life. Why do you think her husband has the AK and she's got the Derringer? <laughs> right. It wasn't Just even the AK. Sure. That that dude that dude was probably in Vietnam and fucking kept his service rifle from that shit. <laughs> that dude had a had an M sixteen fucking A one OG OG fresh like off the line and he didn't even have a he didn't have a proper sling on it. That man had a parade sling on that bitch. Ken was ready for it. He had a parade. He had a parade sling. That dude. That dude. That dude. Amazon's. Right, the parade sling. So, you gotta tell me a little bit about that. The parade sling for the Marine Corps is basically basically whatever you saw on Ken's little thing is sling. It's this little like woven sling, and normally it's like green, and it's the most uncomfortable fucking thing ever. But you just use it when you're marching, like for the Marine Corps, because anyway, oh. for the other ones, you sling it. It's just the one that you march. It's not really tightened up or anything like that. It's kind of a loose little bit. You can grab it down the bottom to tighten it up and hold it against your body. But like it's it's just like a it's fucking parade thing. It's for show. No, well, not for show. It has a little bit of function, but you know, mainly mainly for, for show. Uh, and that that dude Amazon, he said rifle sling, and that was the that was the first hit, and it was five ninety nine. And he said, thank you very much. <laughs> I will take that. Can I will you take deliver that. that to my house because we're in the middle. He of had the he had Amazon Prime, so... and they said, yes, sir. You're in a white neighborhood. We'll get that to you tomorrow. Next day, we'll see you there. Actually, you order that at a.m. We'll have it to you by five. Like, <laughs> God damn it! Oh boy, that it's, just reminds me so much of Topeka, Kansas. Yeah, like those dudes. Like, I'm not gonna say whether they were right or wrong. I'm just gonna say that they were defending their property, so they thought they were right in their minds. It was it was the mayor's house. It wasn't even their house. <laughs> These fools just showed up to the mayor's yeah, no, house. No, they marched. Yeah, the marchers were marching to the mayor's house. To, to basically show up and call for her resignation. And fucking Ken and Karen somehow found out about it and Never. walked to the mayor's house to stand outside of the mayor's house with weapons to quote-unquote protect her. By See, this way, is why you can't believe anything that media by, says to you because I thought that, get, that was their house. That's what the media no, said. No, 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 no. That's not their property. That's Jesus not their Christ. house. So they were also trespassing. Yes, yes. <laughs> what the fuck? With firearms. By the way, yeah. So now they're more in the wrong fucking protest. Is that we're just going to stand outside? They're just going to stand outside and be like, "Hey, maybe, maybe resign. Go ahead and here's the paper, sign it." And Ken and Cam were like, "Back the fuck off, man." Nope, nope. This is our mayor, bro. This is our mayor, and doesn't matter if a hundred of them charged him, they're fucked because they get Ken on the ground and they get that assault rifle. They're fucked. Oh, don't get me started. Ken's, Ken's done, and Karen and that little fucking don't fucking call bullshit shit out there is that's, there you go. This, there you go. Chad is a little insight into my life. It's called a pet peeve of mine. Do not call a rifle an assault rifle. It doesn't fucking exist. No, no, it doesn't. And it I'm doesn't. fucking gun illiterate because I've I've shot assault like a rifles are and... not a thing. It's a rifle, and from that point, you have either semi-automatic or automatic. Or if you're like if you're lucky enough, some <laughs> rifles have select fire. You can my dog, my dog is at, or burst or fully automatic. My dog is at Hugo's house right now, just because yeah. it works out better logistically for our mm -hmm. plans tomorrow. And I was in Topeka, in Topeka last night, and Hugo says, <laughs> "Alex, Charles. your voice is confusing the heck out of Charles right now." <laughs> or Charles, Charles is probably like, "Dad, like, Dad, Dad, 
Dad, I hear you, Dad. Where I hear you. Dad? Why aren't you in the room? Why the, why the fuck didn't you come get me tonight? He's with his buddies, though. Yeah, Scout yeah. their dog. He and yeah. him are like best friends. They lived together for a long time, and both of their cats uh, are, they're like a big gang. You yeah. want to talk about gang shit? That's some <laughs> gang shit going on in that house right now. No discrimination either. Black cat, gray cat, and two white dogs. Hey, no, Charles or. <clears throat> Charles is a white dog. Scout is a black and a gray dog. So we got a little bit of everything going on. Ethnicity-wise. Could have sworn Scout was white, but I mean, that dude's dirty and smells all the time, so I don't really know. He's just old, okay? (laughs) He's got a skin thing. He's old. Hugo, don't let him talk about your dog like that, okay? Hey, bro, I'm not going to tell you one way or the other. All I'm saying is Scout's breath stank, all right? Get that dude some dental treats. You just had a bunch of teeth removed. Go Trying get the get go get the little the little finger brush with the doggy toothpaste and get up in there and just fucking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus! Oh boy! I'm just glad we have new faces. Where's our uh, Where's our friend from last time? What was that guy's name? Um, Which one? Oh, Mission Field. <laughs> is that what his name was? Yeah, the Canadian. No, not that one. The other one. Um, Hey, we got those bad teeth out much better now. <laughs> Good. God, thankful. Good, Good for um, He was the other guy that laughed at my joke at the end of the podcast. Oh, Mr. Goku? Yeah, there you go. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This was kind of like an impromptu thing. I tried to put it out, put it out there as best as I could, but, you know. People hey. will be busy. It's a Wednesday, man. People are, people are busy. It is a Wednesday. Some people but work. That's all right. That's why we. That's why we are gonna have this mod, this mod saved, and it'll get uploaded to YouTube, and we'll put clips on Instagram and shit. Yep, I got the Instagram all ready to go. Also, perfect. Got the Instagram and the email already set up. So nice, nice, nice. We can start touting that out there. Start putting some. Start putting some content out. I download TikTok. Here's another good Ooh, topic. See. <laughs> I was going to say, I've seen a lot of things the past couple of days where people are like, fucking delete contact. Uh, TikTok. Did, did you know that to be a governor, to be a company in China, you have to sign a contract with the government? So, that makes sense. So Chinese companies Ooh, are speaking literally of- all, if you get down to the nitty gritty, they're all Chinese government employees, which Mine- is fucking frightening. China cannot be trusted. They're literally the worst fucking people when it comes to. That's why we won't let. Uh, God damn it, Hugo. <laughs> why that spell bad after all this? <laughs> Don't take a shower, you fucking nasty. Mijo, mijo, we need. We need to talk about this in person, okay? <laughs> this is not. Don't put yourself mijo, on blast like that, cuz. Mijo, we can't. We can't talk about your nuts on the podcast, okay? If they smell bad, we got to get you like some deodorant or something. Have to okay. fucking edit this part out. <laughs> <laughs> he's literally uh, sitting at home right now because Mary's at band practice. So he's, mm, I guarantee he's you. Bored as shit. He should really be here. Hugo, just come over, dude. Come over and hop on the podcast with me. Send me a text. Um, yeah, goddamn. Uh, so anyway, getting back to the real. Yeah, they. So if you want to be a. Uh, company in china you got to like sign a government contract that's crazy so tiktok basically farms all their data out to the chinese government which is super fucking sketchy yeah so i don't know why you just downloaded tiktok 
No, I no, I I'm not saying I downloaded TikTok at oh, all. Oh, okay. I thought that's I'm what you said. You said I you would TikTok. download like... TikTok. No, 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 no. Oh, this yeah, I podcast you said... has no business being on Chinese government servers. Well, I'm that's... really glad that I have refused to get a TikTok. Dude. I, Side... That's mainly just because I find it super cringy. Sidebar, I've had a fucking eyelash in my eye all goddamn day, and I can't fucking get it dude it's pissing me off so bad you know they invented things called mirrors yeah oh you think i haven't been in one <laughs> motherfucker go i've been or... fucking i've been looking at mirrors all fucking day and i have ginger eyes so the second well, i start messing with my eyes you not should get red as hell like this but they get so red i'm trying to fucking find it and it's driving me fucking crazy my guy all you gotta do is fill a bowl of water and open your eye underneath it and it'll no, flush it right out here's the thing is it's not an eyelash that's in my eye it's like an eyelash so it's still like, connected and it just poking you in the con- eye it's still connected but it's like folded down oh you gotta rip that bitch out and like and like i've been trying dude I've you want a pair of tweezers get some tweezers and right now i've been in fucking topeka all day you think the fucking topeka window office has see i can see it right now i can see it it's horrible it's a fucking dollar store. office has just tweezers laying around horrible i know speaker's got a walmart with a baby crying yeah the baby rage remote (laughs) (laughs) um china also also just passed a bunch of fucking laws for uh anti-collusion with foreign powers uh to anti-terrorist stuff all due to the protests that they've been having over there (laughs) you're saying that because he's mexican wolverine no he's talking about you and your fucking eyelashes i know (laughs) Um, yeah, now China just passed a bunch of uh, laws like trying to uh, govern and what's happening in Hong Kong. What the and, fuck's happening in Hong Kong? Well, it's the same shit. Like a revolt or something? They, they've they been revolting. You, you hear about this? All the protests have been happening in Hong Kong for like months? No, dude. Started at the end of like, I guess. Started at like the end of last year because, um, like Hong Kong was on the verge of losing its autonomy and being reabsorbed by China. And, the people of Hong Kong are like, um, no, let's no, we don't want that at all. Like, we're good. We got a nice little democracy going here. Um, let's not. I he was talking, talking about, about my no nos. <laughs> <laughs> um, they were like, yeah, let's not do that yet. They've been protesting for months. Good for China. Them. China just was passing laws that were saying like they can't talk to foreign powers, so like the Hong Kong people can't. U.S. to try and get help because they were they were the people in Hong Kong the streets protesting were fucking like waving American flags and stuff because um, they were like you know America's been the symbol of freedom for like the longest time that is yeah. rap- rapidly declining. Um, <laughs> well, if we get into another civil war, which is where we're headed right now, unfortunately, right. yeah, they just passed a bunch of laws basically to govern and restrict what the protesters can and can't do and say. So it's it's it, it's going to be interesting to see how they how they deal with these new laws and um, uh, what they do to like uh, I don't I want to say get around them but um, you know adapt their protests to, to still be effective but fall in line with what those laws are say okay fuck what the um, propaganda is yeah but one of the big uh, I did hear one of the big um, protests groups or whatever those laws came out and they just they folded they disbanded they're like uh, i guess how they run shit they were like we 
we can't do what we want to do given these laws. We'll all go to jail. So, uh, I I did just see that um, the Seattle mayor disbanded the uh, the Chaz group today. Oh yeah, I can. Uh, They're done. Something about that. They were like, yeah, yeah. They were gonna push the police in there and retake that area. They did, and now they're planning on taking over another precinct. Yeah, I mean, uh, go ahead. All you're all you're gonna do now with this the Seattle city government is just gonna chase this group around the city. Dude, here's you know, here's here's my is, beef, and we've talked about this before, but here's my beef. They beat somebody up for not complying with their rules, mm-hmm. which is literally the whole fucking reason that spark plug this whole movement. The second thing they did is set up a border and a perimeter around the space to where if you don't agree with them, you can't get in or you're not supposed to get in. Then they had a rape allegation, which is fucking horrible. And somebody got shot. So effectively in two weeks, gun control is one of the issues. Um, that fucking goes out the window. The Me Too movement, which is valid, again, not that we should just believe everyone making allegations, but if you've and really been least, sexually at, assaulted, that's at least fucking horrible. Investigate the allegations yeah, and come to the truth. fucking horrible, and that should not be happening. No, zero percent. I thought we weren't supposed to be putting up walls and perimeters, which I don't agree with the border wall necessarily, but Again, just comparing, you know, apples and oranges. Yeah. Yeah. And see, you beat somebody up because they're not fucking agreeing with what you're saying. So you've effectively in two weeks accomplished everything against what your fucking movement is supposed to be about. Like, yes, just are we in a fucking cartoon right now? Congratulations. Congratulations. You played yourself. The Matrix is falling apart. Simulations collapsing, bro. Bro, how about, I don't know if you saw this, um, but there was a violin vi- uh, vigil going on in uh, was it oh, dude. Colorado. I, I wanted to talk about that, and I completely forgot about it until you So, yeah, um, I guess For Elijah, Elijah, Elijah McClain, yeah. uh, he got, I guess, murdered by the police. Have you me. listened to that police body cam footage? Not on Elijah McCain, though. I just saw that they were out there having the violin, the violin vigil in the park. There was families, children, dogs. Um, everybody was there just supporting the violin vigil. Very peaceful. And then all of a sudden, here comes the fucking Gestapo. And they just come That's... in there and just crack down, start chucking tear gas and pepper spray and dispersing everyone. And apparently, the police, the, Aurora... the police chief defended the police's actions. So he's just out there talking out of his ass. Like, oh yeah, I'm perfectly justified. The like, okay. Aurora Police Department released a tweet the next day oh, God, that said go. there's reports being uh, reported, I guess is the best word, that officers use tear gas and in caps, <clears throat> no tear gas was used. These are false allegations. Somebody requoted that tweet who mm-hmm. was there with a fucking video of a police officer throwing tear gas into the fucking crowd. This... They were literally just all sitting around listening to violins. Yeah. And, and, and then here and comes the fucking, the... like you said, the Gestapo comes in and they're like, well, 
Sorry. Oh, you uh, guys are defending this guy who like can't probably do. I, I I'm not gonna say one thing or another because I haven't educated myself on what happened with Elijah. No, here's what happened. Yeah, I'll, go ahead. I'll yeah, tell you go what ahead. Happened. I I just it's it's fucking sick. So this kid's anemic, right? He's always yeah. cold. Yeah. And he's like one of the most. I don't even want to say this word but like vanilla in the sense that like he's he's a nice kid yeah he's, he's just your like, average run-of-the-mill yeah. kid and, and he was a black kid you know and he uh, again i'm not saying vanilla like you know whatever it's not a race thing guys he was just suggesting, an average ass the color of his yeah he's just a normal kid he's like you and i you know like whatever he's, not, he's, he's black, a normal kid who just he played violin and so he goes to a store a store gets a call of like a suspicious activity armed robbery i can't remember the exact call that they got so this kid's walking down the street they stop him and the kid also has like social anxiety he's oh, like great. not very good with people he's so very, now like, he's so now he's anemic and cold all the time he has social anxiety and now he's been Dude, put in a very stressful situation that's why he was wearing the fucking face mask the ski mask that he was wearing is because the kid was known for wearing sweaters and shit all the time. So yep. they stop him, and then the body camera <clears throat> footage picks up when they've got this kid on the fucking ground, like, saying, like, I'm sorry, and he's like... Oh, okay, no, that triggered... Okay, yeah, I I heard that audio, or read, read, read the transcript of that. He's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, like, I just, I'm like... Come on, I'm man. different. I'm different. And at one I point in time, he meet, he mentions like he's an Aquarius moon rising. It's yeah. Like, he's just like I, I, I'm sorry. He's not a fucking criminal. Get him, and he's puking. And they're saying that he's that he's on something. That he's on drugs. They fucking inject the kid with ketamine at the site. <sighs> an anemic kid at the site, and that's what starts giving him like strength because he's like. He's in an unconscious state. So when, and you can hear the officer talking about like, if you put your knee on his elbow and I put my knee on his ankle, he's not going anywhere. And they're like, this kid was doing pushups with three of us on his back. Like get the fuck out of here. You're making this kid lay in his own pool of puke. He's choking on his own body. And he's clearly a social anxiety. He has social anxiety. Like, you're making him you're you're putting him into a fucking panic attack and once you go to as someone who's had many panic attacks reason doesn't make a whole lot of sense you know you're freaking your fuck out at that point you're fighting you for don't life know what's going on you're fighting yeah, for you're life. fighting for your life and it's not like the kid was throwing punches like he was just trying to get up and get some space and so no wonder the fucking gestapo runs rolls in because everybody's holding a vigil for this kid who was murdered for no reason because he was yeah. he was in this is a, this is another thing wrong place wrong time but enough yeah. people in the community knew him and knew about him and like the the clothes he wore because he's anemic and he's cold all the time and aurora colorado is not one of the warmest places ever um i bet at mm, night weird. it probably it probably gets probably fucking kind of cold at night in the summer even and he's out there it's- the well, kid's look. lying there screaming, my name's Elijah McCain, I live here, like, he's trying to reason with them, and, and the- for whatever reason, they decide that he's on drugs, so that means his human life isn't valuable, which he wasn't. 
you are the motherfuckers that injected him with ketamine to try to fucking keep his heart going <laughs> at the fucking scene instead of getting the goddamn kid in an ambulance and getting him where he fucking needed to go. Yeah, instead of calling, so he could survive. Instead of calling dispatch and getting a goddamn ambulance out there, you just tried to take matters into your own hands. Fucking idiots. And now we're going to roll the police in to, to silence anybody trying to show any kind of support for this kid. And then you're going to lie bold face to the public like we didn't use tear gas when everybody, you know, it's a, it's 2020. Technology abounds. Everybody has a fucking supercomputer in their pocket. And they're just going to... Immediate reaction is to film everything. So, like, you guys you guys have fucked yourselves. Like, good luck. Good luck, Aurora. You just, Aurora PD, you've now fucked yourselves and defund the police is coming your direction. And again, think about how many fucking good cops there are <laughs> on the Aurora PD. And they haven't said shit. Think, 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 think about. Well, they can't, dude. They, no, they can't uh, say anything. Yeah, they can't because they'll lose their job. Think, this is a problem. Think about how many really true good people, like like what we talked about last time. I have friends that are cops in Omaha that are, I know to their core, are good people, and they don't have a racist or a hateful bone in their body. But, the two that I know the best. But so they now they can't say shit because they'll but, lose their job. And so now the ones who are fucking hateful, stupid pieces of shit have now ruined it for the rest of them is the same exact shit on the other side, just like you were talking about the five percent. I was about to say, like, here we the, go again, the fucking, chat, fucking the five percent looters, the fucking looters that fucked it up for all the other ones that are genuinely good people wanting for change. It's the same shit on both sides, except you have Fox News on this side and you have CNN on the other side and let's just demonize the shit out of everybody who that disagrees with yes. us. It's asinine, dude. It drives me fucking What I don't get crazy is fucking we, we get trained, and I said this last time, I'm pretty sure, like, we get trained in the military for, you know, if tear gas or any type of gas was to be released. But if um, the Geneva Convention bans tear gas, it's a fucking war crime to use tear gas in war. If, if, if two conventional powers go against each other and use goddamn tear gas, it's a fucking war crime. But all, but for some reason, the, the, the fucking police force across the United States was like, ah, uh, yeah, we don't give a fuck about that. Go ahead and give us all the tear gas that you can't use. And they're yeah, just out there, just fucking hucking that shit, willy nilly. Um, like, and I, I'll, I'll tell you this: when I, when I went through that part of basic training, and I went into the, the fucking the gas chamber, basically, uh, in order to, to, to know what that feels like and how to respond effectively and quickly to uh, a fucking tear gas attack or any type of gas attack, that was the closest. Uh, point in my life that I've ever had in coming to a panic attack. And, yeah. and I and I for the for the longest time was like I'm not afraid of anything. I don't I don't give a shit. Like, you fucking throw whatever you've got at me. It's not gonna face me. Until until you can be like this. Until you get to a point where you're in a small ass room with fifteen other dudes and you take your gas mask off and you can't get a fucking breath of fresh air to save your life. And you're and you're sitting there feeling like you're choking to death because every time you breathe in, you immediately start coughing, and your lungs get fucked up and, and all this shit. Like your tear gas, I'm not. The tear gas is no joke. Like, and there's been plenty of studies put out that like if you spend an extended period of time in tear gas, you will 
have you know you'll start hallucinating it does permanent and irre uh, irreparable damage to your respiratory system because how tear gas operates is it's not a gas it's crystalline pellets that are um catalyzed by um a small explosion of fire so when you chuck a tear gas canister pull the pin and let it go it goes and that's the, the small explosion that starts the fire in the canister that then burns the crystals that are in there and it doesn't burn them all the way down so it burns them enough to where they become in a, a semi-gaseous state and as you breathe that in how this stuff was invented and developed is those crystalline particles adhere themselves to liquid so any liquid in your eyes you, the mucous membranes of your nose your esophagus and your lungs is what it sticks to and this what fucks you up and your body's immediate response is to start producing more mucus and liquid in order to expel the disturbance from your body but with that that just exacerbates the 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 cs gas the tear gas more so like when you're out there hucking that shit as a police force at, at civilians like they don't most of them don't come you know come to protest or anything equipped with a respirator to to you know counteract the effects of tear gas they're out there with fucking handkerchiefs and t-shirts over their faces which helps to a degree but you know small crystalline particles are going to get through the weavings of whatever fabric you're wearing and then you're stuck there coughing and if if the police force you know is some kind of smart they'll throw it down like you know downwind of them to where it blows towards the protesters so if you're out there protesting your best bet when they start chucking tear gas is to a run i've seen this before i don't know how smart it is run towards the damn thing towards the people yeah. that threw it and get out of it or turn around and haul your ass out of the area because if you spend any type of time in that you're going to get fucked up and it will it will fuck you up the only thing you can do with that is a just let it burn out and be done or if you fucking real ballsy type type of person you got some gloves like fucking find a bucket of water or pour some water over that shit so it stops the burn people in hong kong that's what they figured out real fast is Drop it in a bucket of water, put a cone over it. That way oh, tra seen, traffic I've cone seen. stops it from dispersing and just sends it one direction. That way you can cap the cone. Yep. Um, that kind of shit. There's some really ballsy people that just fucking pick, like, kick them shits right back at the cops. I know. Um, it's crazy, but yeah, don't, like, tear gas is no joke. And like, people in, are like, people, people don't understand. They're like, oh, whatever, some tear gas. You just like, cough and cry and whatever. It's like, go, come here. Go stand at that cloud and see how you feel. Yeah, no. And if you're at a fucking peaceful protest for Elijah McClain, where they're just everybody's literally just sitting there, it's like a goddamn they're concert. Just, they're they're just on sitting. blankets I, with their pets, watching these what? people play violin to honor a kid that died. For was killed by you guys. Killed by you guys and died for no reason. They're out there just you know remembering him, remembering his life, sharing memories, having a good time. No, nobody's fucking going crazy. Everybody's like nobody's doing shit. Nobody's dude. doing everybody's dumb shit. Sitting around. Everybody's sitting down enjoying the sounds of the violin, and then here comes a goddamn Gestapo because their fucking image is getting tarnished by letting you do that. Because well, they're and, all because they're all butthurt that they did something wrong and don't want to admit it. And I'm sure some of those cops probably didn't want to be out there. Yeah. You know, like they didn't want to be doing this shit. But the dudes at the top who are sitting in their fucking offices 
said, go ahead and go ordering out. these people. We got to take care of this. We, we got to, we got to fucking do something about this. Cause we can't have this going public. We don't need, we no don't need leaders. another Minneapolis on our hands here. Well, you know? here you, well, good, good fucking job, Aurora. Cause now you've got Minneapolis on your hands. Yeah. And you should. Yeah, you done you, fucked yourself. And you completely deserve and, it. And you deserve it for sure, one hundred percent. Why? Why couldn't you send cops out there to sit with the people on the fucking blankets? Yeah. Why, could why you, couldn't you? You why have a. You, you're telling me nobody in your police force plays the violin. Yeah. You no, have a. No, not a single person in your police force plays the violin or can or, at least go or and just stand up enjoys there with those guys? any type of fucking music at all. Or talk on the microphone and say, "Look, we realize what happened is, was a horrible misjustice." Like, just you can like do a the, you can do a public cops. relations stunt, and I call it a stunt because that's what it would have been. But like, you, you could you could just send regular ass uniformed officers out there to interact with the public because you have a giant ass budget, and society asked you to do things that are not in your job description, like be fucking. What am I looking for? Just uh, public relations and humanitarian and fucking like a bunch of shit that's not your job, basically. Um, mental health, ad well, not even advocates, but mental health like fucking responders and shit like that. You can just send some people out there to, to, to talk with the community and be like, hey, you know, we get it. Like, we fucked up. We're sorry. We're sorry. Enjoy your vigil. It sucks. Yeah. Stay here till two o'clock in the Stay morning. Stay here, you, you know, whatever. We're not going to fucking disperse you or even if you need to disperse by a certain time enjoy the vigil we're sorry be gone by you know clear out by such and such time and and what the fuck are those people hurting out but there? no even, we, even if they still take even if they stay till 2 a.m and you just have cops there just making sure making sure nothing gets out of hand going okay God forbid we go past the curfew because we're playing violins in the fucking park you know, God forbid something like that would happen. Like, what a misjustice. Yeah. Like, what but no, you got to send out. You have to send out an army of fucking robocops to fucking throw tear gas and disperse people. And I'd probably just fucking start whipping your nightsticks out and beating the shit out of people for no reason. Anybody that was like, hey, man, what are you doing? Bah! Shut the fuck up and get out of here. Like, good job, Aurora. You've done fucking played yourselves. Yeah. No, I hope they continue to peacefully protest. And, yeah. And at this point, everybody that like, everybody man. in that damn city better go buy a violin and fucking get a get a, a, a sixth grade music book and learn right. how to play learn how to play that <laughs> shit. Start walking the streets with a goddamn violin and playing that shit over there. I don't give a fuck if you're playing. Mary had a little lamb. Just, Just go out there. And go play. out there and play the goddamn violin. Just and then if they and still want to fuck with you, be like, oh, well, now I can't fucking, this is my freedom of speech. I'm out here just fucking playing music, bro. You're going to take my violin and smash it? No, you just can't be in a public place. You just, you know, you just, because, you know, we have curfews and stuff. You know, we just, the coronavirus, apparently. Eat dicks. Eat all of the did dicks. You, did you see that uh, Vanilla Ice is going to be performing in Texas? Where thousands of cases, thousands, I'm three beers deep now. Thousands <laughs> of cases of Corona are surging. We didn't have coronavirus in the '90s. The rapper said <laughs> he's throwing a Fourth of July concert. <laughs> fucking dumbass. 
Vanilla look at this guy's being vanilla ice. He's like Villain, oh, vanilla ice is, is is doing his his best to look, bro. Try and stay relevant after his one hit wonder. We didn't of- have this in the nineties, all right. So we're good. We we are good. We're probably all immune anyway. Vanilla, you you do know that it is it is thirty years since then, like thirty plus yeah. years. Thing. You might you might not have had little... you might not have had the Rona, but you sure shit had other other stuff that was. You probably dangerous. got a pretty long history with drug use. I mean, I don't want to like cast aspersions <laughs> on the guy, but like you might not have the most healthy immune system. Yeah, if you yourself catch the coronavirus. Like, was the guy struggling to stay relevant after ripping off a, a guitar riff from Queen? Yeah, exactly. Uh, ice, ice baby, Corona, Corona baby. You gotta be on ice. Here it comes. Go down there. Fucking, we'll see you. We'll see you in the, in the cold storage unit at the at the county coroner's office. Yeah, you'll be ice, all right. <laughs> oh, here it is. Uh, Vanessa Guillen popped up on. Oh shit! I don't know what now. Do it. Do update. Said one of the suspects tied to Guillaume's disappearance from the Fort Hood Army Post died by suicide in April. Or no, he died by suicide Wednesday morning. Yeah, they oh, mentioned that. Yeah, that's uh, what Ed Nuts was Ed saying. Ed Nuts said that. earlier, they went to go yeah. question him, and he said, nope, see ya. Dude's dead now. Oh, there's your fucking guilty party. Bet. <laughs> Give you one guess as to what happened there. Fucking shoe fits, wear it. Fucking people, dude. Pe- people fuck everything up. Always. It's the beginning of time. Nothing new, man. Humanity came around and they said, hey, this is a nice thing. What would happen if I uh, fucked it up? If I tried to get rich off of it. Yeah. Which is what literally everyone has said basically since the beginning of time. Pretty much. How can I monetize this? Dude, I guess- What's going on in the world that you, uh, you want to have us talk about? You want to hear our slightly inebriated takes on, on what you on what you you think is important? Throw it at me. Seen. Just hit us with it. You got your iPad. I can hear your iPad in the background. Oh, that's the wrong way. <laughs> I'm trying to create a Twitch account so I can. Communicate oh, with the people. Oh, I could. Well, let me see. So I can talk to the people. I need to send you the login for the podcast. If you guys don't have anything, we'll ramble on about some other bullshit, or oh, we'll keep going. Just end it. I don't know. We're on a good roll, honestly. That's some good. No, I. <laughs> We've dude, some... I ain't got. I, I just poured a glass of whiskey because I'm. I'm done with the beer. I mean, well, we've had some good rants about some stuff, so we'll keep we'll going. If you guys, you guys want us to keep keep rolling, we'll keep rolling. Uh, Taking a half day at work tomorrow, so I don't really give a shit. Big Al, eleven thirty, eight nine. Yeah, that's me. It's not showing me the chat right now for some reason. Oh, I think it's, it's because I just you, you in. just yeah. so you won't see all the previous messages. If you don't hit that follow button, I'm gonna be pissed. Better click that heart. There you oh, go. Oh, Ednut says I missed so much. 
Oh, well, lucky for you, Ed Nuts, we actually have this VOD set up to record, so we'll put it on YouTube soon, and uh, you can go back and catch up on all the things that you missed. What, Ed Nuts, what, what do you want us to talk about? Give us, give us yeah, something Yeah, you, some, you got some good stuff. You've been, you've seen pretty, uh, pretty kept up with the times. She's, um, she's cultured. She's very cultured. cultured. Cultured, cultured individual. What do you want to hear to, to millennials that are slightly inebriated? <laughs> <laughs> give their takes I'm on bar- I barely slide in. I've got a good topic. Um, yeah, I wouldn't say barely slide in. Like, I ba- I barely slide in because I'm, like, r- my birth year is, like, right at the tail end. Like, I'm 94. So, like, 94, 95 is the very ass end of millennials. No, that's not true. No, it is. 100%. I've looked it up multiple times because I get in arguments with people about this all the time. Some Siri, people, what, what some age people, range are millennials? Some people say that like 96 is Here's like from, from the early the 90s to the early 2000s. That's not true. There's no way. Yes. Because I'm a millennial and I'm 89. Yeah. So you can't say slide in on the back end when you're middle to early 90s and I'm late 90s. So this guy, millennials were born between, see right here, uh, Gen Y or millennials were born between 1980 and 94. They're currently between 26 to 40 years old. Gen. Oh, apparently... you're saying you slide in at the other end. Yeah. I'm saying oh, bro, I'm, at, I'm, bad, at, the, I'm at the ass end. I'm at the ass the end of millennials. Bird. You're at the, you're at the, the, the top end. You know anything about IRADs? IRADs? What the fuck is an IRAD? I've never seen the word IRAD before in my life. Unless that's like it is IRAX. Is that is that an Apple thing? IRAD? Is that their new app for the rad kids? I mean, I'm pretty rad. I mean, I don't have an Apple phone, but I'm I feel I, like I'm kind of rad. IRAD. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm going to be rad enough to get the remastered Tony Hawk game. Alex slides in at 40 years old. <laughs> 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 oh, LRADs. LRADs. What the fuck I is I still an don't know what the fucking LRAD is. I still want to go with the IRAD cuz Hey Apple, I know you're listening somewhere out there in the in the internet space. Get on this. Also credit us slash @nuts. Completely. Well, I'll look up LRAD in a second. We'll talk about that. But you want to know a huge pet peeve of mine? Give it to me. Huge pet peeve of mine. When people ask dogs or kids, what doing, what doing, I'm like, fucking stop. That's, that's not, you can say, what are you doing? Like, let's not talk to babies. Oh, I looked this this up. Okay, I looked this up. LRADs are long range acoustic device. And it's uh, a a hailing device slash sonic weapon developed by LRAD Corporation. To send messages and warning tones over long distances or at high volume, higher volume than normal speakers. Ednuts, how much of the day do you spend on these rabbit holes? I really like, want to know that. We're gonna have the, to bring I'm, you in. Maybe she could be guess, our first guest on the podcast. First guest. I. This is gonna be a wildly interesting podcast. We're, yes. we're scheduling it. What are you doing Sunday? Being used at protests. How are they I mean, using them at protests? So what, the what, so is so, it the protesters using LRADs to get their message across large spaces uh, rather than using a bullhorn? Or is it on the other end? LRAD weapon. 
Long range acoustic device is an acoustic hailing. All device. night, perfect. We'll, we'll see you. We'll see you Sunday for episode two. Broadcast messages and pain-inducing deterrent tones over long distances. Oh, no, so, I oh think... so the police are using them to send like sonic pulses that the protesters should disperse them. So this is like some uh, some That's... like bird. This is like some bird box type shit. Yeah, and there was another like fucking like superhero show or some shit that I what fucking show was I watching where they had one of those in there. Oh no, it was it wasn't even superhero shit. It was fucking Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> Quality, quality TV programming. Quality seen, TV programming. You haven't seen Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Do yourself a favor and go watch that. Um, Sandberg. Yeah, no, there was a, there was a scene where... Um, oh, God, what's her name? The, you guys are going to fucking crucify me for this. Uh, the Hispanic chick. God damn it, her name escapes me right now. What is her name? Uh, she's having some beef with Charles, and she fucking... They're at a training thing and she just fucking points that shit at him and cranks it to max and Charles is just on the ground like ah with the ears <laughs> uh, it's Have hilarious you not seen the videos of weird ass rocket sounds at night and the fireworks, fireworks are wheezing, wheezing crying sounds sounds. and Brian Brian no I haven't seen anything on this what do you do with are your you talking about? are you talking about Brian like um like where A&M is like college station Brian sounds like it's a small ass town out in fucking Wyoming that nobody's ever heard of I'm pretty sure Brian, Texas. Oh, Brian, Texas screaming. Oh, it's in Bezos County. Yeah, right next to College Station. Fucking Colt. Mm -hmm. A&M. Those dudes are weird. Bad news. They practice right. cheering at A&M. Yeah, they have yell practices on fucking Friday nights before Saturday football games. Where mm -hmm. they, like, practice their own little chants. Like, because... When we say woo wee gigum, that's gonna mean fuck Texas or whatever the fuck they're saying. Cold. Sounds like a whole bunch of people I don't want to be friends if, with. If you're a Texas fan, you call A and M College Station Brian the Cold. <laughs> and that's it. <a> shut up. <laughs> Hook 'em, goddamn horns, because here, not here in Austin. They're in Austin. We ain't got none of that bullshit going on. Cause you know what, Texas. Okay, Brian. Right here, Chad. You see this right behind me up here on the wall? Whoopig. pig. All right. I see nothing in the chat but WPS. Aren't you supposed to say suey pig or something? No, it's whoopig suey. Whoopig suey. Oh, it's it's fuck the pig. Okay, but this isn't deliverance, right? <laughs> I didn't see Brian, nothing in the chat but hashtag whoopig suey. All right. Brian, Texas screaming. Let's. Ooh, conspiracy theory. Strange screams heard in the skies of Texas. So what the fuck are they doing with that shit? They're just fucking trying to let's freak out, let's, freak, let's freak out this. the public. You want me? You I go. can, I can pull it up on on the uh, on Google on my lap, on my computer. Okay, that's perfect. Just what Google is it? Search, uh, Brian Texas screaming. Okay. Listen to this. There's a sound screaming. Okay, it's like a. Jesus Christ. It's so freaking loud and it's coming from up in the air, like up there. Here you go. Go ahead and pause that. Daniel Rob, Resident of Bright Tides, recorded bizarre screams coming from the skies during a thunderstorm last week. No, it's just thunder, bro. This guy, God's just crying. <laughs> yeah, he, I wouldn't be surprised. 
I wouldn't be surprised. Like, yeah, come on. All right, good video. Way to go, website. Uh, maybe this one works. Listen to this. Through a tour, T is it a football There's game? A sound screaming. It's like yeah, okay, it's like a. A&M's not good at football. It's like a scream. It's so freaking loud. To that next video, yeah. And it's coming yeah, from up That's in the air, like up there. It's been going on now. What, what is the that? Fuck? I swear I saw like this thing when the lightning was flashing a second ago. What the fuck? Dude, that's coming from like up in the sky the stream, outside of my apartment. It is delayed, it would get a lot. Chat, you can hear that, right? You should be able to. I've got the mixer. The mixer's saying you can. I couldn't hear nothing. Huh. Hopefully you guys can hear it. Yeah, the desktop audio is on and everything. Huh. Weird. No, okay, all right. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's strange. It's either, uh, it's, uh, it's either they're testing the LRADs or, uh, fucking Chupacabras out there in Bryant, Texas just fucking shit up. Maybe it was from a pressure release valve on campus, but usually when they test them, they didn't notify students. So I was like, yeah, that absolutely, absolutely not. That was no, in no way, shape, or form was that a fucking pressure release valve. I've never heard a pressure release valve sound like a woman screaming in my life. Spaceman says, have you heard a trumpet in the sky? If not, give that, give a, that try. a try. That's, oh, that, I have heard something they've about that. They've debunked that one already. That's, yeah. that's not for real. Wasn't that shit in like Hawaii or something? No, it was something. I, I can't it was like exactly. this guy like dubbed like Game of Thrones music or something like that over a video, and it sounds like, like in Revelations, it says. Oh right, yeah, 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 trumpet yeah. Yeah, trumpet in the sky. Yeah. Somebody throw some some religion stuff at us. Oh Let's, God, no! I, I mean, I mean, yes, but also no, because that could be a whole podcast by itself. Well, I mean, just one little one little just, bit taste. One, one little taste of something. A little tasty taste. Don't get us started, dude. You got a religion major and a fucking preacher's kid, dude. I, I can go for days on that shit. So, let's. I'll throw one out there real quick. As a preacher's kid, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this question out to you because we could probably talk about this for hours. But for sure, uh, towards probably the end of. Uh, I mean. I like I said, I don't got shit to do tomorrow. So this. I mean, I'm taking a half day, but as far you know, as I'm concerned. Coming up um, on two and a quarter hours. So, this is a question my atheist friends ask me all the time because I do have a lot of atheist friends. Um, probably more like pragmatists, but you know, don't believe in God. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, disclaimer: right now in my life, I'm more agnostic than anything else. Uh, is religion a cult or okay? That's a good question. But good question. That that's gonna kind of circle back around to the question I'm about to ask you, Ben, mm -hmm. if there's an ultimate creator and he's got our names written on the lot and uh, he's omnipotent, omnowing, knows yeah, everything that's going to happen, right? Yeah. 
why in the world would a four-year-old get cancer and die? See, yeah, that's a good question that always poses the because I've heard, I've heard, I've heard this before, and I don't know how much I agree with this uh, this statement. But I've heard people say that uh, um, it could be used, like if a, a four-year-old, for instance, gets cancer and dies, it could be used as a as a test to test, you know, test that family's faith in God, which. You could make you could you could play off that and say you know the book of Job in the Old Testament um, you know the devil came to God in in that book it was like hey yo let me uh, let me fuck with Job for a little bit and God was like yeah sure we'll test his faith and then so, all this horrible shit <laughs> happened <laughs> to Job hold on one second oh fuck I'm mute no no I'm not no yeah you're good <laughs> sorry um. You know, all this horrible shit happened to the entirety of the book of Job, and Job, you know, remained faithful to God the entire time. But on the flip side of that, religion preaches that God is all loving. So you know, you can look so, at that and go, so me, if God is all, if God, hold on, if God is 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 all loving, why would He test a family's faith in Him by giving their small child cancer and taking that child away from? I mean, you so, have yeah, you have so both sides both sides of that right there. So to then, play devil's advocate. Um, so Ben, you're telling me that the God that creates the universe, that has everything written in stone before all of us are ever um, created, um, he feels the need to take a four year old's life from a family um, just in the name of uh, just in the name of a test. Doesn't that seem pretty? pretty horrific i mean and and i mean i <laughs> me personally i would i would incline to be uh, agree with that but i guess that it's horrific like if you if you if you believe wholeheartedly that you know the god that you believe in is all loving then why on why on earth would he you know, take a four-year-old away from one of the most innocent precious no things precious on earth life, right I mean, With innocent child, he has at, at this point he has a very, a very uh, rudimentary concept of what's right and wrong based on what off of uh, what his parents have taught him. Honestly, because at that point, you you inherently don't really know what's right and what's wrong. That's the thing. And, that's, a, that's the thing that society teaches you. And wouldn't you be able to say that Jesus himself, when the disciples are all sitting around saying? You know, who, who of us, this is, I'm putting this into context, but yeah, who of us are the best disciple? Like, you know, yeah. we're all your followers, but it's a very human concept. Like if I was sitting on a team of all-star baseball players and I was an all-star baseball player, we Looking would get coach. into the context of, all right, well, who's the best? You know, who's, who's, who's the best of us? Like, and that's basically what the disciples are doing. And Jesus picks up a, ch a child and he says, if any of you guys want to get into heaven, you need to be like this child, right? Yeah, and that's that's in. And that goes along. Us. That goes along with and, like. I'll, I'll go ahead and finish. I'll, I'll, I'll cue in here. And minute. so, why would he take that child and forsake that child in the name of a test or in the name of testing a family's faith? And again, I'm playing the devil's advocate. Yeah, and, I, and, I think I have a a very human concept of why this happens. But I just wanted to get your take on it before. Yeah. So, so uh, a thing that a, a lot of 
uh, I'll say Christian-based religion, so Protestantism. And anybody that believes in like the, the Judeo-Christian God um, will say that up until a certain point, if a child dies before they truly, I guess, truly understand, you know, right from wrong and what sin is, and they know in their mind when they do something wrong and have a firm grasp of that, a kid, it's, it's a kid's still a blank slate. Like, he's still pure, basically. Like, if he dies. He's not going to go to heaven and cause him to fucking took a cookie out of the cookie jar straight to hell with you, small child. Like that's not you know that's not what's going to happen. It's a, it's a child at that point. It's innocence is is the overwhelming factor that would you know God's going to come here. No child, you you get to go. You get you get to come to heaven because you up until this point have no concept of good or evil, right or wrong. Mentally, you can't grasp. So I don't think I don't think if you if you subscribe to the to the the thing that is preached that God is all loving, um, I don't think you you would believe that He will give a four year old child cancer just to test a family. If if I may interject, because um, again, I, that's a question that I fielded from atheists. And um, the answer to my question is always, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. Yeah. Like, and, and, thank, and here's the thing is. Like, I'll God sit I'm, here and, and say what I've said, but, and, 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 and just to, you know, play devil's advocate and facilitate discussion. But in all honesty, who, who the fuck knows? Exactly. And I, again, I don't, I'm not saying that you're wrong. Right. I think you had some very logical answers within your your statement but what i think it all boils down to is the fact that free will has to be free will has to be a component of humanity mm-hmm. because if not god just would have created a bunch of little ai robots well to and follow that, him. at that point you get into the to the the theology of and the the doctrine of calvinism where everything is preordained and predetermined um, and, and, and God's already had everything written down and everything is going according to his plan. And at this point, what, you know, why does it even matter? Because no matter what you do, God has already written down that and preordained that you are going to take this action at this point. And he's, he's already looked at the entirety of humanity from beginning to end and been like this person, this person, this person, this person, this person, heaven, these people, shitheads, hell. I, I listened to a lot of people in Bible school that were Calvinists that really did truly believe that the day you're born, you're either on this list that goes to heaven or you're on this list that goes to hell. And I'm like, I can't, I can't get behind that. So, so like, wait a minute, let's, let's really take a look at that for a second. So God deals you a hand right off the bat that is unwinnable. And you're, yeah. So so that'd be like sitting down to play a game of poker. And you get dealt a high card too. That, and you're that, that'd be like sitting down to play a game of poker, knowing that that person's going to get first, that person's going to get second. So all these people are going to finish in the money, and then the rest of us over here are just fucked. Yeah. So what's like, the point what, in even playing the what game? What kind of what kind of creator would launch me into this world knowing that I'm fucked from the very get go? Yeah. Like I don't know that's, what what Calvin. That, yeah, like, I don't know what Calvin was thinking when he he came up with that whole doctrine, but like but, that ain't it, bro. But but going back to what what I believe, 
right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so free will has to be a component of humanity, right? Unless faith is completely taken out of the picture because God creates a bunch of little AI robots that are just designed to follow and worship him. Mm-hmm. And that's not what he's at because, again, that takes faith, love, all yeah. of that out of the just, equation, just knowing that that these people over here are in and these people over here are out. Yeah, and if you want to go on that route, then you, you just look at it and God goes, and you just say, well, God's a giant fucking narcissist, and all he wanted was a bunch of people to worship him. Why the fuck wouldn't I just rob and plimage and do whatever I needed to do, knowing that when I was born, if I'm not on that list, then why the fuck does it even matter? Yeah, like, like that's I'll why I would like the you... fuck I want to anyway. Yeah, no, it's yeah, no, I get I'm that. I'm out like, of the equation. Yeah, so when my dad was a pastor, um, you know, but it feels like a lifetime ago. Um, he, he did, uh, I want to say, a short series on 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 Calvinism, and you know, when I sat there in this the sanctuary and listened to him, you know, speak and preach about that, I was like, what in the hell? I was like, what is this? Like, why? And, you know, his thing was like basically Calvinism isn't like isn't right. Like his whole thing is like, well, we're saying like, like what's the point? Like, if, if this is if this is how it is, and and God was like. You know, here's humanity beginning to end. These people are on this list coming to heaven. These people are on this list going to hell. Like, why even try? You've, and why would you? You've, why would you you've create you've, the list in that way anyway? Yeah, like you've literally. Like, why, why you've, would you? You've still given free will to the people, and now you basically just looked at it like this is the giant experiment, just for shits and giggles. Just, just to be a fucking narcissist. Yeah, just guy. to be a narcissistic okay. dick. So to circle back to the why do four-year-olds get cancer question, because that's that's like one thing that when I was really coming up and really starting to, because I like was born into a religious family mm-hmm. for a long time. I was like, I go to church, I, you know, say the prayers, I pray to God every night, like, but I don't really have like that connection. I don't really have that understanding. Mm-hmm. And then as I like grew up, like all these questions, like, well, can God create a rock so big that even he can't move it? It's like, well, that's kind of a good question, you know, but that's, that's a very simplistic, like mindset. Yeah, it's question. super but simple. Look it always, for me, it always circles back to that. Why would a four-year-old get cancer and die? Cause that I've known four-year-olds that have got can't not known personally, but you heard of have, have had good friends who have lost family members who are of the four-year-old age. Mm-hmm. So anyway, you create this system in which free will exists, right? So you can't create an AI robot because that takes faith out of the equation. So that's not what, what you've taken, you've taken faith not, and free will not, out of the equation. That's not what he's after. Right. So then you introduce humanity in the mix. And just like I've been talking about all night, humanity fucks everything up that it touches. So, somehow some way along the way we've created preservatives we've created uh medicines medicines um what's the other word i'm looking for pesticides you know other things that are not natural to us but we claim that are natural to us again i would never sit i would never sit and tell a four-year-old's family who just died like well Man fucked it up, and that's why. Yeah, you lost the your reason child, your four you know? year old has cancer is because we spray pesticides on our food. The the end of this conversation exists in the fact that in a system that has free will, the omnipotent, omnowing being simply cannot predict 
everything that will happen on a day-to-day basis. Therefore, because he does not know. He, he can't know. You can't have omnipotent and free will exist in the same realm. It, th- those two don't work together. You can't have those two work together. So I think when God created humanity, he got into a situation where he said, well, I don't want to create a bunch of little robots. Why? Okay. Why in the world, if, if you created a perfect humanity, right? If you created a perfect humanity and, and God's perfect, right? And right. he made us in his image. So, i.e., we should be perfect, but we're not. Introduce free will. Mm-hmm. So to a certain degree, he cannot predict what's going to happen tomorrow because, because free will exists. Like you can't, you yeah, can't I mean, have the two working together. Ben, why I in get the it, world? I get it. I get it to a point that like, world, and I think he can influence. I think he can absolutely influence and help and try and control and be omnipotent to the to the degree that he can influence certain things. But when you introduce our society that has been so influenced by man over time it all comes down to the free will aspect. Yeah. Because I can, that, I can, that would be like, that'd be like me saying, Ben, listen, listen, I got, I got a million dollar, I got a million dollar idea idea. And in a year, as long as you do exactly what I say, we'll make a million dollars. Right. Yeah. I want a million dollars. You want a million dollars. And at the end of the year, as long as you do exactly what I say, we'll make a million dollars. Right. But I can't control you. I can't yeah. dictate your day-to-day actions. Yeah. Right. I, I can't, I can't have the ability to foresee what you're going to do tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day. I can offer you all of the joys and the rewards as possible, but at the end of the day, I can't dictate your options. Yeah. So well, this, I if, mean, if, if on day three, I say, look, man, Listen, all you got to do, and again, uh, I'm just going to throw out a scenario. All you got to do, Ben, is not cheat on your wife. And, easy and like day, day three, <laughs> exactly. Day three, you're like, oh, dude, that's easy. That's easy. Like I throw a temptation at you and you're like, hey, not only do I love my wife, but uh, I got a million dollars waiting for me if I, if I don't cheat on my wife. So day three, like that comes and goes and you're good. Yeah. And then day four, somebody's like, and I said to you, hey, all you got to do is not do drugs either. And then day four, somebody comes to you and they're like, hey, you want a little a little heroin? And you're like, fucking heroin's terrible. Like, no, yeah. I'm not in. That, that's an easy one for me to pass up. But then day six, I don't know. One of the rules is you don't like apples and you just really fucking love apples. Yeah. Dude. Like you're just like apples are a part of your day-to-day diet. Like you just. Yo, I've been them, trying right? to keep you're the just, doctor away. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Apple a day. Right. And then day four comes and I'm like, Ben, just don't eat those apples and you're good. I'm making a reference back to Eden. Garden of Eden, yeah. And then you're like, well, I know Alex said that I can't eat apples um, and still make that million. But day three and day four, I abstained from what he was asking me for. I bet I could eat an apple and Alex wouldn't find out. 
And so, you know what? I really fucking like apples. So I'm going to, I'm going to chow down this apple, but I'm not, but I'm omnipotent. I'm all knowing. So in that sense, I know what you're doing. So I'm still omnipotent. I'm still all knowing, but by the same token, I'm watching you and I'm like, Ben just fucked himself out of a million dollars. Yeah. He I mean, fucked gonna... himself out of a million dollars because I... I can't control what you do on a day to day basis. Right. Because you have the sense of free will, because I'm, I don't want to create a robot and have that sense of, ye, of faith being taken out of the equation. And that's exactly the relationship that I think God has with humanity. He can influence us. He can tell us what to do. He can, he can have as, and it fucking sucks that the shit that happens in our day-to-day lives happens. Right. But I'm a firm believer that everything shitty that happens in our life all comes down from the fact that humanity is shitty and we fuck up everything that we touch. And at the end of the day, when you introduce free will into the equation, you can't have that harmonious Garden of Eden type situation. Yeah. Adam I mean, and Eve fucked it up in the Garden of yeah, Eden. Yeah, they fucked it themselves. But I'll say this, like on the on on the other, I guess the kind of flip side of that. Uh, I mean, you can. Ha- uh, I I think that you can you can have an all knowing, omnipresent, omnipotent God that still gave humanity free will, and He knows everything that's going to happen because He's all knowing. He knows what's going to happen. And he knows that yes, humanity has free will, and he knows that like, okay, this is gonna happen. But I feel like he doesn't, he doesn't intervene in that because he still wants to let humanity have that free will. Like, yes, this the you know, the reward at the end of the line is you get to go to heaven, or or you know whatever fucking afterlife you believe in. Um, but I feel like he, I I I think that you can still have an all knowing, all omnipresent, omnipotent God that still allows free will to happen because he's, he doesn't feel like he needs to be involved. Like he's not preordaining everything, but he's still letting it right. So I live a good life where I try to be as good to people as possible. Right. Yeah. But if I wanted tomorrow morning and go buy a handgun and go to Walmart and shoot as many people as possible, he has no control over that. No, he doesn't. There, I, I feel no, like you'll know that, that that's going to happen, and he's going to be like, "How you know, would he know though?" There, there's the free will you, aspect. No, there's how the free will, but like you still, you still look at it. A lot of religions say that God is all knowing, so he still knows it's going to happen, and you still have the. He still lets you have the free will to do it and do it, but he, so, at the same time, so, he's he's giving you he's giving you. Uh, if you you know you're, you're, you you li- you listen to the preacher. And your pastors, you read the scriptures. He's he's given you the 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 rules, the rules, and the outline that was how to live your life. And he's like, if you if you live your life this way, based on what I've said, you know, the reward at the end of the line, like if you, you use the million dollars, the reward at the end of the line is getting to heaven. But at the same time, you still have the free will, and he it, but he knows it's going to happen. So he, at this point, he knows that you're going to go. Buy a handgun, shoot at Walmart. So he's going to be hurt and disappointed, but he, you know, he still he still knows. But he's giving you the guidelines to do it, and he and he, he wants you to figure it out for yourself on what you need to do and what's right and wrong. But he's not 
vested enough. I, I don't know if that's the right word. No, but controlling he's, enough. I think. Yeah, he's not. He's not. He's not gonna. Yeah. He's, he's he's giving you the free the free will, and he's but he's not gonna. He's not gonna sit there and, and try and control. You know, micromanage basically. He's giving you the the the, the, the outline. Uh, and the guidelines on, on on what to do to get you know get the reward at the end of the race, but he's still giving you the free will to do whatever the fuck you want. Your job is to take take his guidelines, take your free will, and, and figure out how you can meld the both of those in order to get to the end of the race and get the reward, but still live a life that you want to live. So basically, the day that I'm born. Right. If I was planning to go shoot up a, a Walmart tomorrow, right? The day I'm born, God's like, well, this is a serial killer. So, and, and I'm not throwing stones. I'm, I'm yeah. just le legitimately asking. So you're saying that he's going to give me the opportunity to change that. Correct. Throughout yeah. my life mm -hmm. so that I can not be a serial killer, but by the same token, Sorry, go ahead. No, I feel like he can, at, and this might be getting to a little rich state, and I could be contradicting myself, uh, but it's how my brain works. Um, I feel like, you know, he's all knowing. I feel like he can also see the, the multiple possibilities or multiple paths that life could take. Okay. That... Like, like, um, so some, you know, sometimes like things like that, like come into my mind when you, when people post questions like that, I didn't get it, get it through coherently the first time. Uh, he, I feel like he's all knowing, so he he can see you know the multiple paths that your life can take. So say you're born, like you said, and at some point you have the opportunity to go buy a handgun to shoot up a Walmart for whatever reason. Something happened in your life, you're like fuck this Walmart, fuck whatever, I'm gonna fucking kill all these people. But you get to that point where you have the crossroads, um, and, and you can you can either take the road that takes you to to the point. Where you go and shoot up everybody in that Walmart, or you take the road that you don't do that, and you sit down and have a logical conversation with yourself and weigh the pros and cons, or you take the third option, which is like absolutely fucking not enough to shoot this Walmart up. Yeah, you know. So you get to that point. He's giving you. Uh, I think this is what I was trying to say. You know, forty-five seconds ago, you get to the point where you come to that crossroads. He's giving you the guidelines and also the free will. And at that point in time, it is up to you to figure out, given given what he's he's given you the free will, and given given the guidelines and the rules that if you you know subscribe to any religion um, or some Judeo Christian religion, since we're on that topic, um, you know these are the rule the guidelines and the rules that the religion has has outlined for you. You know you're at this crossroads. Take take you know the rules of society, the rules of uh, you know, the religion you're subscribed to, meld those with your, um, you know, with your free will and decide your course of action. So at that point, God knows, here's the three options he has, you know, maybe which one is he going to take and then go from there. No, that, that makes sense. I, I like that, that idea in the sense Brendan's blowing up our phone about. Yeah, I got it. Uh, Phil, yeah. thank you for the follow brother. I appreciate it. Anyway, um, I feel like we get to get I, to a point where we can wrap this up because I, I, I want to get to Edna's comments. She's been waiting for a minute here. Yeah, no, I was just going to wrap it up and say that I think we're we're saying the same thing that at the end of the day, free will exists yeah. and that 
he maybe be he maybe can see every well, possible option we, for we us get, to take. We get what we get with each other saying we both come to this point and gone this way in our way of thinking and come back around and then like now we're here. We get to the yeah. same point, but we both have thought about it uh, in, in a different way. Phil, don't talk about my mustache like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, Ed Nuts. Sorry, I know we, we got really deep into that. And, and when we do a podcast, I, I feel at some point we will do a podcast based solely on religion. And if Wolverine Blades, if you're still in the chat, um, I want to bring you in on that one because I feel like that would be a, a, a really a, a good a good talk, but uh, so Ed and, has said, and not only is Ben's mustache definitely very cultish, um, <laughs> it's it's very cultish. Uh, he's a Marine, so um, this is I had to go do a Marine Corps thing the other day. Influenced him to um, bring in mustache. No, I had a whole beard, and uh, I had to go do Marine bring a bring a. Uh, I had to go do a Marine Corps thing, so this is the only facial hair that I could. I'm allowed to like have. You, like, it's like you like play for the Yankees or something. They're like, ah, the chin stuff, nah, nah, nah all right. But you mustache. can grow a mustache. Yeah, yeah no, so I've, I've got the mustache. Because we're still keeping stuck that. in the 50s, and it's yeah. like, oh, mustaches are good. But uh, no, chin, your Sunday chin a... <laughs> Put on your Sunday shoes. Uh, but no, I'm growing, the, I'm, growing the, I'm growing the rest of this out. Uh, Ed, that's um, uh, We got really deep into that, but uh, your comment uh, right here, my cousin's a doctor in New York, used to be super religious, now being a doctor is an atheist. Says, how can you rely on prayer to save someone and call it a miracle when we're working our asses off doing what we can to save people's lives? And here's what I'll say about that. If you want to believe in any type of religion like this, and this is uh, here's a little background. I used to I used to de debunk, not not subscribe, not believe in, in the theory of evolution. Uh, and then growing up and uh, opening my mind to new ways of thought, went into the fact that you know. Maybe God didn't create the earth and, and the heavens and the earth in seven days. Uh, maybe he facilitated uh, science and evolution to do the work for him instead of doing that. So, and, and other people have said this, and at, at times I'm like, oh, God's so cringe. But um, what I'll say is God gave the doctors or whatever, whoever that became a doctor, the knowledge and the drive perhaps – to get through school and get to the point where they learned what they needed to learn to bust their ass and save lives. So he's an atheist. He doesn't believe in that. He just wants to go straight science. That's his prerogative. Amen. Um, but I, I'll, I'll say this prayer can't hurt, but I'm not going to rely totally on prayer to, to, you know, save somebody who's dying in the hospital. I'm not going to, I'm not going to discredit, the work that the doctors and the nurses and the hospital staff, uh, just in this example, um, you know, put in to save that person's life. Because um, if you if you want to to go down this road, you you could say that the God gave those people the certain you know ability and skills and mental fortitude to get through whatever schooling they needed to get through in order to be able to help people. And I, you know that that's what I, that that that. Yeah, anyway, I mean that's what I'll that's what I'll say on that. I'm not gonna say you can rely solely on prayer. I don't I don't I don't like the people that that you know they'll take a family member to the hospital um and that person's in critical condition and they'll sit in the waiting room praying their ass off day and night, uh and then the person pulls through and they'll be like, Oh god, oh thank yeah. you. I, I, I prayed for this so hard and so long and, and, and God saved 
you know, my family member or my baby all, or whatever. All the while, like refusing blood transfusions. Yeah. Because, like, you and, know, and you're going to yeah. sit there as a doctor and go, you're not going to fucking give me the credit that I put in 48 hours in the, the, the goddamn surgery room to save this person's life. You're just going to fuck me off. And and you know give all the credit to to, to your prayers. So uh, I feel like you can you can roll those hand in hand, or you could or you could just you know if you're like your doctor friends and atheists and just saying you know I busted my ass to learn to learn this knowledge um, well, and, and and get to a point where I can save lives. And, and her that, first question. Go ahead. Sorry. sorry, not to interrupt you. No, you're good. Her, go ahead. Her first question was: Is religion a cult? Um, to and, that, and it and it absolutely can be. It, it can be. I'll it say to that. There's there's be. sex. There's sex, and that's not S E X, but S E C T S. Um, uh, there's sects of religion that will take take it to an extreme and form a cult. Scientology. Um, Scientology. I will give you. Yeah, we we'll both give you as a cult. Mormonism. We we'll both agree as a cult. They got some whack ass fucking ideas. If you're a Mormon, sorry, not sorry. You guys are weird. Well, and, um, and it's it's not it's not the fact that they all rebut a little bit on that because I do have good friends that are that are Mormons. I've had just, I've had friends friends that are Mormon too, but I went to a Mormon service. Sorry to interrupt, but like, it's Mormon service is fucking weird, bro. Well, there's a there's a second layer of the Bible that was completely man-made that it's like, Oh, I saw these visions and, and yeah, you know, like, what it, it's, it's very cultish. Like yeah. it is very cultish. And the, the idea of like a Jesus following is somewhat cultish in the sense that we all follow this guy. We all believe what he said, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But he had no personal gain mm -hmm. from that. There was no financial gain. In fact, he died a pretty horrific death. Mm -hmm. preaching what he preached Poor shit and, too. and then we came in and started splitting up the churches into different denominations because the protestants wanted the cross on the right side and the and the presbyterians wanted the church on the right or the cross on the right side so of the even pulpit. even like, even it, yeah. before that division um you want to get in, into into uh, you know shit like that? The reason Protestantism came around is because Martin Luther, not to be confused with a civil rights activist, um, Martin Luther back in his his uh, ninety five theses did not agree with the way the Catholic Church was running um, their ship at the time. They they put out a prop basically a propaganda um, uh, spew that every time this was their their catchphrase basically is every time a coffer uh, a coin in the coffer rings a soul from purgatory springs so basically at that point <laughs> that, that was their shit i'm not even lying dude i no, did a lot I, of history no, i know yeah right? i did I'm a lot of familiar. fucking historical research into this because i was like what the fuck um so basically so just at give that more point, money to the church at, and at you're gonna save point, more people the, who the catholic died. the catholic church was like give us your money and your relatives will get out of purgatory and go to heaven <laughs> and martin luther was like what in the sweet and holy fuck, he didn't say that, but what in the <laughs> sweet and holy fuck are you guys doing? This isn't what Jesus said. Jesus did not walk around going, give me your money and I'll save your relatives. So Martin Luther was like, hey, yo, Catholic Church, this ain't it, bruh. And went 
to the the damn cathedral, and I'm, this is where my lack of well, not lack of knowledge, but data dump happened. Um, I don't remember what fucking cathedral he nailed this to, but he went up to that Catholic church and just said, "Hey, you're wrong." Lo and behold, now we have uh, the Protestant faith, and from there, Protestant Protestantism you know splintered into uh, you got Protestants, you have Baptists, you have. Presbyterians, Presbyterians, um, uh, and, and and all that stuff, and they and they they splintered those those splintered out of Protestantism uh, on minor minor issues, like in in the the grand minor. the grand scheme of things, minor issues. Same thing with the Catholic Church; they were a whole at one time, and then you had the Eastern Orthodox and the Roman Catholics, and they splintered over fuck I don't even remember. They splintered over some minor dispute. And caused the a chasm in the Catholic Church, and I think it might have been it might have even been over music, because Ethan, uh, uh, I think Eastern is if I you can correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Eastern Orthodox doesn't use music; it's all voice. Let me. And, and Roman Catholics have said, "Ah, music's fine." Let me tell you, growing up in the Church of Christ. So Church of Christ is another denomination, obviously. Mm -hmm. We were a very quote unquote progressive Church of Christ. So we could we could have a an acoustic guitar, not an electric guitar, in service. And even then we had to split the services up to where the 9 a.m. service was all acoustic worship. The eleven PM was had the guitar in there. The boomers like, could have their vocals. There's like the... emails sent out and like letters sent out, like, you know, blah blah blah. And we go to worship, like we went out of town one weekend to New Braunfels to go to um, Schlitterbahn, right? So we figured on our way home, we'll stop at a Church of Christ and worship. And a bunch of us kids from like this, you know, new age Church of Christ walk in and we're like wearing like jeans and like polo shirts. Dude, everyone in there is in suit and ties. There like, at you. Suit and ties. We walk in and we feel ostracized Wildly like they're like they're like who is this group not only is there one of them but there's a bunch of them and like some were even wearing shorts and flip-flops like right. we're out of town like we're yeah. high school kids you we're know, just trying to get we, some jesus in our lives we're just trying to go worship you know and one of these kids starts clapping in the middle of the first song oh no and i shit you not every fucking head in that place turned around and looked at us and we're all like, hey, no, 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 like no clapping, no clapping. And I like I reflect on that as I get older and I'm like, okay. Jesus washed the feet of a prostitute. Like, and we're gonna and we're gonna start chastising over someone who comes to church and flip-flops right. and cargo shorts and when we're on a mission trip to help those in need. Yeah. But at the same time. We're going to chastise this person who's just trying to come worship the same God that you're worshiped dressed in different attire. Right. And this Jesus is like four sandals, bro. Yeah. Like, this is, this what, is where what? I'll get into like the fact that I it's now, so wild. I now don't, don't, don't subscribe to any religion at no, all because nomination like, I, I don't even know if I would go that far. I'm just like, no, y'all are going to fuck it up no matter what. Um, and the other thing, just because Church of Christ, it fucking remind me because I've had some Church of Christ friends. 
um, I think it's Church of Christ. Is like they say you can you can lose your salvation, right? Is, is that Church of Christ? Absolutely. Yeah. So like you can you can lose your salvation and then have to come back and, and be resaved. And at that point, I'm like, I'm, I was like, no, no. <laughs> I feel like well, you know, well, they, once they, saved, they... once in this, you know, you know, once saved, always saved. You did, you did, you know, you you felt. And for those of you that don't, you know, aren't religious or whatever, um, or anything like that, it's it's usually described as you feel a, t a tugging, or, or, or you, know, you feel it in your heart when you know you're ready, you're ready to be saved. Um, and then you go. A lot of churches have you know process that you go through, but basically, at, at, the the be all and end all is you you feel uh, in your heart that you at this point in your life are ready to you know accept. Jesus as your savior. Um, and, and, and for me, at that point, when you get to that point, I, I feel like, bam, you're safe. You don't, you don't have to do the baptism. The baptism is just a public display of your inward feelings and acceptance. Um, so my thing is, once you've hit that point, you, you really can't lose that. You can maybe you know fall off the trail, fall off the, the wagon, if you will. And get to a point where you you know you're on you're away from 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 grace basically. I'm, I don't I'm think you'll good... ever get to the point where you totally lose salvation and Jesus like forsakes you and you have to come back around. I've got a good story about that. So Church of Christ, they believe that you have to actually take place in the dunking and the coming back up of the water to be saved. Right, like you have to physically be baptized, right? Because it's a we symbolism of washing your sins away. We were, we were in a Wednesday class, and we had three kids. So the church also says before 13, you can't be baptized, right? Yeah. So we were in a class, and uh, the leader of the class is saying – about how you have to be baptized. And he, and he knows that these kids are being baptized. So he's really trying to like drive the point home. Right. And he's one of my best friend's dads actually. Mm -hmm. And we're sitting there and I'm like, so you're telling me if you don't go through the physical, actual process of being baptized. And, and by the way, I didn't say this as a sophomore in high school or whatever right. it was, by the way, you have an age restriction on this. Yeah, so, um, so you're telling me that if you don't actually take part in the baptism, you go to hell. And he's like, well, yeah, that's right. And I know that these three kids who are 13 on my left are going to get baptized this Sunday. And I'm like, all right, let me, let me put this on you. Uh, you a smart -ass so, so I'm fucking, I've been cynical about this shit <laughs> since I was young, dude. I'm like, let me put this on you. So say these three kids and it's like Daniel and Joe and there's two girls. No, no. Another Daniel, um, Daniel. And there's two girls. Um, they all get in a car on Sunday and they're going to church. Right. And they're going on their way to be baptized. And a drunk driver swerves in their lane and hits them head on and they all die in the car crash. That means they all go to hell. Right. Cause they haven't, actually gone through the process although they were on the way to the church to indulge in the process he's like well that's what the bible says fuck like, where point to me the scripture wait, that says that what? says did that. you really just say like 
these kids are on their way to church and they've already declared that they want to be baptized. But now you're going to say that since they haven't actually taken place in the process, the human process of going, we had a jacuzzi up on stage. So since we haven't gotten the jacuzzi and gotten dunked underwater and come back up over water, now they go to hell. And he was like, yeah, that's what the Bible says. See, that's why I, that's uh, why that I said, time, I was like, you know what, dude, this, this is dumb. Yeah. Like, that's why is, I said, that, like when stupid. you get, it's cultish. It's yeah. Yeah. No, it cultish. gets to that point where like, religion it, gets cultish. So stupid. Yeah. Like, no, that's, that's why I said you get to the point where you feel in your heart or whatever, in your soul that you need, you want to be saved and you are at that point of acceptance. That is the point when you're saved. The rest of it is just an outward expression to the rest of the church that you have, you know, that, that that's what you've done. So like, honestly, the after that point, the rest of it's frivolous. Yeah. No, dude, you, you gotta, you gotta go under the water. So, you know, you if you go under the water in the jacuzzi up on stage. Sorry, and, Chad, uh, if you don't get dunked in it, up. if you don't get dunked in a jacuzzi by a pastor, you're going to hell. Sorry. Straight to hell. Sorry, guys. Sorry, sorry to let you know, but that's that's where it's at. Uh, Doesn't matter that uh, Jesus says the greatest of these is love, right? You know? Yeah, we fuck all the rest of that. Yeah, yep. Anyway, um, bring a Muslim brother in, spaceman. I would love to. <laughs> spaceman said, "I'm going to hell." <laughs> spaceman, I would love honestly uh, when we get to whenever we do, because I, I do want to do uh, a podcast dedicated solely to religion, because you've got the a religion majors or religion studies major, a preacher's kid in uh, Wolverine, who's a de- uh, devout whatever religion he is. He goes to church every Sunday. It's, and you, as a, as a Muslim, I would love to to have it's just like, all of these different uh, opinions and, and and viewpoints brought in together in a in a, in a podcast. I, I feel like that would be be very interesting. Uh, it's, I don't. It's, it's just like politicians in the sense where one side's going to say you got to do this. And the other side's going to say, you got to do this. And the rest and of us are somewhere in the middle is, is where the you're truth. At. Because again, man fucking sucks, dude. Yeah. I was about to get to it. Yeah. Humanity <laughs> fucking sucks. Disclaimer. I'm young and stupid. Don't, don't discredit yourself. Like that's that, that spaceman. I, I, I have a very limited uh, interaction and knowledge of, of the, of the Muslim faith. So um, anything that you could, you could bring to the table in that discussion uh, would be great. And, we and all we all well, circle well back received. to the same guy. Yeah, basically. We all circle back to the same guy. Um, get it back to Ed Nuts again. I'm sorry, we just keep fucking leaving you in the dust. Uh, <laughs> have you seen Waco? No, I have not yet watched Waco on Netflix. I, I've heard a lot of things about it, but I have I have yet to sit down and watch Waco. I, I think it's a uh, from what I've heard, it's a it's a very interesting watch. Dude, that's that's on my top list of things to watch on on. Uh, so. Uh, not maybe 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 uh, on Netflix, yeah. So maybe Netflix. maybe Alex and I will, uh, will plan out a night off off of podcast where we both watch that and then come talk about it later. We could definitely do that. Absolutely. At that, that point, now I'm going to feel like I'm doing work. I'm going to like have a notebook next to me and, 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 and fucking write shit down while I'm watching that. You guys are going to have to start donating. <laughs> You're going to have to start donating. There he goes, Alex. Is, <laughs> Alex is panhandling. Alex is paying I'm a salesman. The podcast. I'm a salesman, goddammit. 
That's what I do. Uh, Jesus. All right. I, if I'm going to um, work off the clock, I got to, you know. It's got to be worth it. No, I. No, okay, so I maybe it's got to be worth I'll it to him. I, I just enjoy streaming. I like I, I enjoy doing this, uh, the podcast. I enjoy streaming on Fridays and Saturdays and Sundays to fucking the, the regulars that come to my shit. Um, it's just you know, interaction. I love it. Uh, Spaceman, we take Bitcoin. You I some, have a Bitcoin account. I just, don't, but I, um, I would prefer that right now. Bitcoin's down, so uh, yeah, I don't have my way. I don't have a Bitcoin account, but you can send the send it all to Alex, and we'll divvy it up from there. <laughs> I'll probably get. Right, we talked about religion long enough. That's a long. It was a long, a long religion talk, and that's a, just a taste of what's gonna happen. I feel like that podcast is gonna be like fucking five hours long. Dude, yeah, we. I could. I could go on for days. Do you End take broke story. college bank account? What I'll take pennies at this point, bro. I will take point oh 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 one of Bitcoin at this point in time. It'll all line up eventually. Uh, yeah, we powered through that that most recent hour. Holy shit, we're up to three. I know. Watch it. Watch it before you do the religion podcast for sure. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. Before well, it's, before again, we before we again, plan out when we do our religion podcast, we'll sit down and watch Waco. And, uh, religion can be in. very cultish dude it's for sure there is there's points and in, in sex like i said earlier that that are that are super cultish and they're very dogmatic and would you uh, guys ever get into the paranormal absolutely absolutely dude i have actually have uh some experience with uh the paranormal and, and i have a lot of experience with the paranormal and uh, i lived in a haunted house in texas i i uh I have I have experience with uh, maybe not par- par- paranormal exactly, but I have experience with uh, with possession, so I could bring that in on both of those podcasts. Actually, possession? Like, yes, for sure. I will, have you I, seen somebody that's been possessed? I don't want to give any spoilers away because I'll I'll use that in the in the in the religion pod, the podcast when we get to that episode. But yes, it. Uh, well, it's gonna have to be two different. It would, I'll, a fair share of the paranormal. Yeah, I'll I'll get into that, and I'll tell you I'll tell you this just as a as a little precursor to that. It is not fun. It is absolutely not fun. Now, uh, great. Given that, I still watch possession movies all the time in the horror genre, and they scare the absolute bejesus out of me every time. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll get into was that. that I'll was tell that you. Being a- was that being a preacher's kid that yes, you sir. saw the paranormal? Yeah. Yes, sir. I will get into that story. That'll be a good story to tell. Do you, do you think it could have been like a mental health thing or like a bipolar disorder? No, like... no, because the way I kind of don't want to give any spoilers well, <laughs> because no, it's I mean, such a it's such a good story. Like... It's I mean now looking back on it, it's a really it's a really interesting story to tell. But just the way um, that atmosphere felt, it, it's uh, I'll do my best to describe it, but. Uh, Given how the atmosphere in in the building changed when when that happened, uh, yeah, it wasn't a mental health thing. Gotcha. Yeah, was, no, I, I was, believe it. It was crazy. So, and and just uh, just a little bit more to go on with this. Uh, me and the wife were talking about it the other day. Like, I being being the way i am now i'll say i'm i'm more agnostic than anything else but given the fact that i experienced that you can't experience something like that and, and recognize and say well if, if this is the case and then you know that actually happens so demons and, and hell is real you can't deny the flip side of that and say that there there's not a a, a good alternative 
So, so, you, I, so one one can't exist without the other. Absolutely. Um, I'll so tell you. There's a teaser. Like, like a sidebar, kind of a teaser also. Um, I went to school, Bible school, with a girl who was an atheist for a long time. And then she started working. Um, oh, what's the name of the word where they're, they're going and they're dying? And it's a hospice yeah hospice care and she said she would get to know these people you know like in the months leading up to the deaths. that they yeah. were leading up to their deaths and the people that were religious almost always on like the day of their death would be like reaching out like trying to like grab like an angel or something like that like the experience when they died versus the experience when someone who died that wasn't a believer and they'd just be like screaming and they'd be like in agonizing pain and like they'd just be freaking out. And then like when they died, it was just like a really weird, like not very good feeling. But as weird as it sounds when the people who died that were religious, it was almost like a good feeling like they were being like lifted up. Yeah, there's enough. I feel Some like of the stories that she would tell, I'd be like, dude, that's fucking I that's feel, weird. Like, I feel that's crazy that you know you know why i'm more like i guess non-denominational there's enough proof out in the world that if you just look around you can't you 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 can't deny that there's at least some sort whether whatever it is there's some sort of higher power dude i was and some kind some kind of afterlife like we're we're not just gonna die and and go to nothing I was going to talk about dreams also today Um, because dreams is a weird. That's your brain does crazy things and dreams are weird. (laughs) Dude, if you look into the, uh, the studies of the, uh, the chemical of DMT, that's Mm -hmm. the, and I've done DMT before as like a, not as a recreational purpose, but more as like a soul searching purpose. I used to not believe in it at all about the whole dream. Like you can connect with people out there. Cause my sister, we lost a, a cousin of mine um, to suicide when he was like 21. And a lot of people in my family would say like, he's coming to us in our dreams. And like, we see him and he was a, he was a baseball coach, a youth baseball coach. And a lot of people in my family would always say like, he's always surrounded by kids. It feels like he's like taking care of kids up there and i was always kind of like that's kind of bullshit I, I mean not that i think it's bullshit but like i just think it's it's just a dream you know like it doesn't connect to reality at all mm-hmm. and i was like 20 years old and my boss at the golf course was a guy who had a prosthetic leg he lost his leg from the right knee down and so the dude was a hell of a golfer too for like one and a half legs and guy was just nice as could be. And one summer we all, a bunch of us kind of got screwed out of getting our jobs back. Luckily I got a full-time job and I couldn't go back anyway, but a lot of people, they like changed the staff without really telling anybody they wanted to bring in like younger kids. And so a lot of people were calling at the beginning of the golf season saying like, Hey, when am I scheduled? And they were saying like, oh, we'll call you when the schedule's out. We'll call you when the schedule's out. And then the schedule came out and a bunch of these new people were on. 
and none of the old people were on. So it was kind of like a riff, you know, and our boss was so cool with us. We'd go out and like drink beers with this dude on the course at the end of the day. And I was kind of pissed at him for not saying anything. Cause Mac, my brother was one of the guys on the staff that kind of got cut out and didn't get invited back for really no good reason. Mm-hmm. So about four months goes by and I get a call from one of my buddies and he says, Hey, Dennis is dead. Our old boss, Dennis died. And I'm like, what do you mean Dennis died? And they're like, he had a massive heart attack in his apartment. Nobody had heard from him in a couple of days. Cops showed up. They found him dead on his couch, basically. Right. And so there's kind of like an internal piece of me that was like, holy shit, like, Dennis died and I was still pretty mad at him. You know, like I never had a chance to like talk to him about it or like have a beer about it, you know, or hear his side of the story. So there's a certain amount of guilt, like not that he was my best friend and that he died and I was mad, but there still was, it was sad. And like, we went to the funeral and everything. So it was regret because you didn't, you know, get closure on it and reconcile. Exactly. So it was probably two months later i have a dream that i'm in line with my mom at a grocery store and my mom says to me hey i forgot the peanut butter or whatever it was will you run and grab it and you know like when you're a kid you're like mad dash so i'm like running and like i see the peanut butter aisle and i turn and as i'm turning around this aisle i turn around and dennis my old boss is standing right in front of me and he's just standing there smiling. He's kind of got this like glow about him. And that motherfucker has two legs. That Mm. prosthetic leg is gone. And he's standing there looking healthy and two legs and everything. And he's just kind of smiling at me. And I look at him and he looks at me and I'm getting chills even talking about it. And then I wake up and I like wake up and I'm like, like, holy shit, dude. And I wake up and I'm like, oh my God. Like that was Dennis coming down to be like, Hey, everything's cool, man. Hey, don't worry about it. We're good. Like, we don't have to worry about like you being mad at me before I died. Like, and again, if it was a figment of my imagination, I would have probably just anticipated him with a prosthetic leg because that's, the last thing I remembered him as, but he was standing there healthy, two legs, the whole nine. And ever since then, I've thought, you know, dreams, there's something that connects us with that realm out there. Not saying that. No, for sure. For sure. Is a signal or. And yeah. So going off of that, if, if my wife is up to it and we get onto this, that topic, whatever podcast we do it on. I'll, I'll, if she wants to, I'll bring her in and have her talk about some stuff because she has some wild dreams. Um, and, and her shit's honest. Like when she gets into it, I'm like, what the fuck? Like shit, like it, it gets crazy. But, uh, also on that, like one of the other things that has, has both of us believing that there's some sort of afterlife is, is she for a long time watched, uh, long Island medium on TLC. Dude. So for, for me, for majority of the time, I feel like most mediums are hacks. 
except for that chick. Because the things that she tells people and, and reveals to people are things that nobody, nobody would know outside of that person and whoever the fuck that person told. And, and there's a lot of mediums out there that'll just say they're a medium, but all they do is use context clues and lead-ins to get you to admit things. And you're like, oh, wow, that's crazy. This chick is different. And I feel like there are some people out there in the world that have that gift, and I'll call it a gift, that have that gift. For whatever reason, they got blessed with the ability to see to the other side, basically. Have you seen the ABC News reporter that set out to debunk her? No, I haven't. So ABC News set out to debunk her, and part of her interview was going to be they were going to hook her up to brain wires to see what parts of her brain were active Uh while she was reading someone and what parts weren't. So she sits down with this ABC reporter, right? And she starts, and none of the, like, it was very intentional to where, like, none of the ABC crew knew her, had talked to her, had communicated with her, whatever. So the ABC reporter had, like, lost her grandma, like, a year earlier. Oh, they might have done an episode on TLC about that. So she was kind of anticipating for her to try to read her and her grandma, like, doing research, like, mm-hmm. knowing that her grandma died, blah, blah, blah. Well, she just starts talking to the other crew, right? She starts talking to one of the cameramen. Yeah, no, there was an episode on TLC. I remember catching bits and pieces of it while Wifey was watching. Like, and the dude just, like, bur- or to whoever it was, just fucking breaks down. She starts talking about all this shit. She's like, has somebody here? I don't even remember male, female, whatever. Like there's a male presence stepping forward. You know, his name mm-hmm. is John, whatever it whatever is. Whatever his name and was, And yeah. the ABC News reporter's like, no. And like everybody in the crew is like, no. And then one of the cameramen's like, uh, yeah. Like I, yeah, that's like my grandpa's name was John. And she like starts saying shit like, you and John had this special bond where you would do, where you would go fishing, whatever whatever it was. was, Yeah. And he was like, okay, that's kind of fucking weird. And she was like, again, I'm making all of this up, but it's a real, you can look it up. So you and John like to go cat fishing and, and the guy is kind of like, well, that's kind of fucking weird. And she starts pointing out all of these things about this cameraman and this person that he lost and he's like, what in the holy fuck is going on right now? Meanwhile, they've got electrodes synced up to her brain, right? So there's certain parts of your brain that are active when you're awake. And there's certain parts of your brain that are very active when you're asleep. Right. So when she's reading someone, all of the parts of her brain that are active when she's awake, quiet down. Yeah, she's like in and all sleep. the parts of her brain that should be active when she's asleep just light up, are like a all Christmas lit tree. up, and they can't figure out how she would like. So not only is there third-party data that like her brain acts completely different again, DMT brain world yeah. when you're asleep connects you to some other side some other realm mm-hmm. but this ab cre- this abc crew is literally designed 
the debunker. The debunker. And they're failing. And and they almost baited her into trying to read the reporter who had just lost her grandma. Like oh, a year I wouldn't earlier. say almost baited. And they one hundred percent set that up to bait. And then she ends up picking up on a random camera guy. And yeah. knowing things that no one could ever know about him and whoever he lost. Yeah, they and were all trying the while to... they've got brain wires hooked up on her. I'm like, dude, you can't tell me. Like, you, you yeah, just can't, no, the ABC you crew can't was tell me that shit's fake. Yeah, the ABC crew was trying to debate her, and the turnaround was they got debated. Like, it's wild. Like, like uh, yeah. with with her, I, I, it's very interesting, and uh, like her thing is she. Uh, she used to be able to see the, the spirits. And when she was a child, she could see the spirits and it, it frightened her because as a, as a child, she had no idea what the fuck was going on. And her, I think it skipped her mom, but her grandma had the same gift. So it was like her grandma skipped her mom and then it came to her. And so her and her grandma had a very close relationship and, and her grandma like, you know, helped her through the beginning stages of it. And eventually she told, uh, she told the good spirits and stuff. She was like, hey, um, I'll communicate a message but you're really freaking me out by seeing you. So I would, I would prefer not to see you guys, but you can still relay your messages. So it's like that, that, that for me, like there's enough proof out there that there's an afterlife. Um, and even given, given that with the stuff that she says, there's an afterlife. And also I feel that there's there, there's also an in, in, in limbo state. You know, if you're Catholic, you'll call it purgatory. See, I don't, I don't, I don't. Buy well, that. okay. So I don't know about, Purgatory for perchance. Purgatory is weird. I, I don't know about my. I don't know. Maybe some kind of in limbo state. I mean, or 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 maybe. So I'm not. For, I'm not for sure. But or maybe there's 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 a way that like those that pass over to the other side, given if they're in heaven, they're they're allowed to come back and and communicate with the living still. Uh. So yeah, I don't know. But yeah, it's crazy. We're going. It's crazy. What else you guys got for me? What else? Uh, we'll we'll cover Spaceman's uh, um, topic or his question uh, when Alex gets back. But uh, what what else you guys what else you guys have for me? Like, what else you got? And that's I dream every single night. I don't how people just don't dream or remember their dreams. So interesting. That's me. Very rarely, very very rarely do I. I remember anything I, I dream. Like it has to be super uh, vivid uh, or m m profound or or uh, or something crazy like has to happen in it for me to wake up and remember remember what I dream. Um, and if I do, it's only like very very small segments, like, super quick. Uh, you know, given you know how, because t I, time time and shit works different regionally. But for me, I uh, I don't. I go to sleep every night, and I and and I wake up in the morning, and I don't remember any dreams, and and that could be due to the fact that I only get five five to maybe six hours of sleep a night, so I don't really hit that that deep REM cycle. Um, where you, where your dreams really come alive uh, and your brain gets really active while you're, while you're dead asleep, I don't, I don't really hit hit that point uh, for very long. So that could be that could be why I personally don't don't remember any of my 
my dreams or anything that happens. Uh, if I if if I do, it's a, it's on a day where where maybe I don't work, um, and I'll sleep till you know I'll sleep ten hours or something because I haven't you know, slept well the week the entire week, and then um, I get a good amount of sleep and I hit that REM cycle, uh, and then something you know my brain finally like something happens. <laughs> Spaceman and Darth Plague is the wise. That's not a story a Jedi would tell you. Um, I'll wake up in tears, out of breath, sweating, heart racing, just crazy shit. You know, say, say with my wife, she has some dreams that really, you know, really fuck her up. Um, and she'll wake up, you know, she's, she's has before, she's told me, um, because I sleep like a log. I might not get a lot of sleep, but I'll pass out and sleep like a log. But she'll, she'll tell me she just, she's, uh, she's woken up in the middle of the night because a dream, a dream woke her up. I don't want to get too much into it because if she if she's down, I want I, I would I, I like to have her come on at some point when we get into the that that those topics um, on the podcast um, and have her you know, talk uh, at, at least a little bit uh, if she's if she wants to um, about what she dreams about and stuff because you know she's she's dabbled with the idea of keeping a dream journal, uh, but when she when she has gone to like write some stuff stuff down, um, it, it scares the shit out of her. And she just, she just doesn't, she just, I mean, you know, composes herself in this way. It's, it's crazy. But yeah, absolutely. So I'll, I'll talk to her and see if, you know, when we get to that point, we get talking to, uh, you know, about the paranormal uh, and uh, and the afterlife and things like that. Uh, if she wants to come on and talk about, you know, her experiences with dreams uh, and stuff like that. Uh, I'll see if she wants to, because uh, it'd be an interesting topic. I think you guys would like it. And that's, uh, you seem that, you know, you'd enjoy that, that, that conversation. Dude, I have dreams every night also, by the way. Yeah, I was just telling Chad that uh, um, I I don't. And I feel that, like, I, I mean, I probably do, but I don't ever remember mine because I get five, maybe six hours tops of sleep during the week. So I don't really hit that, that hard REM cycle where your mind really starts dreaming and stuff like that. Uh, that's probably why I don't have, have those. If I do have them, it's on a day that I, you know, get eight plus hours of sleep. Uh, I had a dream. I had a dream for a long time, like recurring every night that the world was ending. Mm. Yeah, and we were like being every time as we were being like invaded by like extraterrestrial beings. Dude, one dream I had was so vivid. They it's had this there. big. They had this big orb. It was like, I don't know, like the size of this room practically. And it would completely degenerate matter in front of it. Whoa. And then it would completely spit matter back out. So That's it was completely shit. Dude, I literally tweeted after this dream, like I either need to talk to NASA or write a sci-fi book. I don't know which one, but this shit is starting to fuck with me. Like this, this shit's way too real. And so as it would like go through this room it would just completely turn everything into like a blurb. Mm -hmm. And then on the back end, it would spit it all back out. But any human in its way would just be gone. That's wild. So it would literally just come through and like destroy this room and then spit it all back out on the other side, completely back together. Except for but if, but like if there was a human in there, they'd be gone. Yeah, like organic matter was just done. Yeah, That's it, wild. it was, dude. 
Spaceman, I don't know exactly how long we're, we're going to go to. I think we're just going to roll until we get to a natural stopping point. But the problem with us is we'll get to a point where we wind down and then something will, will hit us again. So, I don't know. I, th I feel like we we're... Don't really, we we're don't getting, really have a plan. Yeah, we just, we're just winging it. As, as this goes on, we'll probably develop a, a, a more set plan. But hey, I, I, I don't know. I kind of like just doing it live and, and, and letting, it, letting it flow. And as soon as, uh, as soon as we run out of shit to talk about, that's probably when we'll quit. But. Yeah, it's just like a, it's a, it's. I feel like it's a different um, vibe or a different way to run a podcast. It's just let it let it roll, and when we get to a point where we're we're kind of stalling out, then we'll end it. And like I said last time, when we get to that point, we we'll usually we'll turn it over to you guys and hit up some Q and A real quick, uh, and then and then call it good. Which it's very Joe Rogan-esque. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, which I think, actually, we might be rolling up on that point now. Anyway, it's a little... I had to eat a granola bar real quick because I haven't eaten dinner and I'm getting hungry. Mm. But... I'm trying to pound some water before I go to bed before I wake up dehydrated as a bitch tomorrow. <laughs> I'm to work. I just got water, too. Because without so, eating, I'm like, I should probably drink some water. Uh, we and then might actually be... at, like, 11.30... Yeah, we might actually be getting close. I mean, it's 11.30 here, so you're sitting at 10.30. Um, so we might actually be getting close to that point. Spaceman, you've had a couple questions about the, the, the paranormal and, and things like that. But uh, what else What else you guys got? What else do you guys have for us, you know, real quick before we I do appreciate up? Spaceman saying this is a very interesting podcast. No, I, I enjoy it. And, and the, the support we got uh, on our first episode was amazing. I was yeah. blown. I was blown away. Honestly, you guys really like showed up and. Uh, excuse me. Um, Godzilla versus Kong. <laughs> I don't have the energy, Spaceman. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's a. Well, that's a whole other. I don't know much. enough about it. I don't either. But no, I, I. I will say I appreciate you guys showing out uh, on the first episode of the and Plague is the wise Palpatine. <laughs> and engaging and engaging with us on that first one. That was We're also cool. going to have an Instagram launch very soon. Um, well, it's actually already launched, but I just need to start putting content on it. So we will post clips of the podcast and also ask, Hey, uh, you know, what do you guys want to talk about next episode? Yeah, so that way we can kind of prepare ourselves a little bit. Prepare and a little a little bit. Little we're going to try of, and, uh, we're going to try to keep this as, as interactive as, as possible. So to a degree, we're gonna try and keep you know, you know, we'll have a little podcast, we'll do our talking bits. Um, but the re one of the reasons, uh, I'll say this again, I'll probably keep saying this for the first few episodes, and so we, you know, you guys, we get the consistent people that know what's going on. Um, but the, one of the reasons we, we wanted to, well, I told Alex I would like to run our podcast on Twitch and then upload the Twitch stream to other things. Is to get that interaction with people. I don't. I don't think there's a lot of uh, most most podcasts out there are 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 done to people talking the whole time, no interaction with their audience really until after the fact. Um, this is just a new twist where we get to interact with the audience during the podcast. Um, uh, it's just to give it give give the podcast scene something a little a little different. Absolutely, and and you know maybe it helps us stand out. Maybe people hate it, um, but us personally, 
I, I feel like we both liked being able to interact with you guys in in, in real time as much as as much as we can. There's a, there's a little bit of a delay given uh, Twitch chat. Well, and and but, last week I forget what were we talking. Oh, we were talking about uh, military votes counting as more than one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we discussed it for about you know 15 minutes. And whoever asked the question was mission failed. Was was like actually now that I've heard you guys talk about it. Uh, my mind changed, changed and i was like oh my god that's <laughs> what we're here to do not that i'm not out that to change your like, mind we're not out I, to like, change you, people's you, minds you, but you believe like whatever see. you want to believe but if i can make sense out of something and make it make sense to something else and vice versa if yeah if you can type something in the chat or if <laughs> shit if you can share something with me and I'm like, oh my god, I've never thought about it like that. Like, it's just a new way of the, doing things. I like to be able to see us either influencing uh, people, you know, in real time, and have productive and fair and open-minded discussion. Exactly. With people, it's just it, you know, like I said, it's just a different twist on how how podcasts are going to run. So if you can change our mind on something, give us a new perspective on on how to look at things. Like, very cool. If we, you know, given our ramblings uh, through various stages of inebriation, because that's how this podcast is going to go. We have, <laughs> when we do this, we'll be alcohol involved. Um, Amen. You know, doing this shit sober. If, no, no. And, and I feel like, you know, to a degree, alcohol, it helps. <laughs> I'm now enabling people. Uh, it's a, it's a it, social it, lubricant. It's, just, it's a lubricant. It, it, it takes away some of the stiffness and awkwardness uh, of, of you know running a running a live a live podcast or a live show. So now I understand why comics get up on stage and you know pound Shakespeare before they go do their set. Uh, yeah, that's what I, exactly what I would do. So it's kind of cool. So like it, it gets gets us a little bit more loose. Where you know we're able to just really talk. We're not going to get so drunk that we're out here making incoherent sentences and. And, and just talking out of our ass more than we normally do. Um, well, and I feel like not neither of us will just. I mean, if we don't know, we'll say we don't know. Yeah, we're you not know, gonna. I'm not gonna like, sit here and talk to you and try. And, you know, this isn't a pretend. this isn't a college paper. Where I'm trying to bullshit a professor into giving me an A. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna sit here and try to bullshit my way 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 through this. Like I, I, a lot of you guys will probably look at me and be like, "Hey, uh, mm, I smell something, and it's not smelling good, bro." So yeah. if I if I get to a point where like where you say something, I'm like, bro, I have no fucking idea what you're talking about. And like, and maybe maybe I don't want to necessarily debate Godzilla versus King Kong, but if that's what the people want, I'll do some fucking research. I'll this fucking week watch and I'll, and I'll, I'll come watch. up with a I'll damn good argument as to why one would be one will be the other. Yeah, I don't for know sure. Anything about well, I know they're both like preemptively. I'm going to say Godzilla wins because he shoots fucking radioactive lasers out of his mouth, and I don't think a giant gorilla is going to cope with that. I don't know shit about but, it. I mean, I know one's a gorilla and one's a, like a dinosaur, basically. But yeah, that's other than that, I don't know. I don't know shit about yeah. it, and so, I don't know about anything about a Palpatine cloning machine. Oh, don't get me but started sounds, on Star Wars. Sounds like it'd be fun. Yeah, don't get me started on Star Wars. You're gonna have to sit down. You you're gonna have to sit down and watch all three of the sequel movies, and by the time you're done with that, you're gonna want to kill yourself. Yeah, no thanks, Miss. Because on that. because on, those movies. I'm out on that. Suck dick. Um, I'll, uh, I'll read the cliff notes and then uh, I'll come up with an argument. Don't get me started on that. I'll beat that dead horse into the ground. 
<laughs> advertise why you should have why you should see Godzilla vs. Kong at IMAX. Yeah, right. Yeah, I feel like that's your wheelhouse space, man. You start a podcast about movies. Yeah. Um, no, thank you. I'm not, I've, ne- I've never seen a movie in IMAX, and I don't plan to. I think the only movie I ever saw in IMAX was on a field trip, and it was about tornadoes. It was. Cr- I'm not gonna lie. It was pretty cool. <laughs> I'm sure it was. I'm not hating on it at all. Look, I'm just, you're listening to a style. listening to a fucking tornado go by in IMAX is about the same as sitting on your front porch in Oklahoma and watching one go by. All right, dude. I just fucking wait for that shit to come out on HBO and then I just sit in my living room and get stoned and drink a beer and True. watch that shit. And I um, basically can convince myself that I'm there anyway. So I don't know. You guys have anything else for us before we kind of get out of here? Let Alex eat. Let me get some semblance of. Some semblance of sleep before I take my half day to work tomorrow. Yeah. Happy 4th, man. Yep. Happy happy uh, 4th of July. Happy Independence Day. Um, next, time I, next time I see you, I'll be work party, family party, softball party underneath my belt. So I'll be, I'll be rolling on like a three-day bender next time I see you on Sunday. Stay tuned for that one. That, I'll, yeah, I'll probably be um, still drunk slash still drinking on Sunday. So. I don't mean to start early on Sunday to be in the right mindset to to match up. Um. Match me, and then uh, I'm sure in our search in our in our social climate in our current social climate, um, there will be some more shit that will pop. It's gonna happen. We had the there was a there's a lot of shit that we kind of just. That happened in the first three days of this week that we really kind of breeze over I'm, real fast. I'm proud of ourselves for not talking about anything sports either so far because that's really both of our wheelhouses. Yeah, true, and and I'm keeping it. My wheelhouse is mainly mainly football. I dabble a little bit in other things, so I, I can't talk too much about the other stuff. But I will talk all day about, about football. Um, all all right. I know is baseball is back. It's coming back at the end of this month. Can't fucking we'll wait. The way things are so going, excited. we might not have any false sports, you guys, and I'm going to be sad. Stop that. You don't say that. I'm going to speak those it into dirty, existence. nasty words out of your mouth. Yeah. All right. Don't even don't even tempt fate. Yeah. Okay, guys. Um, well, if that's all you got for us, that's, I think, all we have for you for today. Um, Three hours and 31 minutes. That's a solid middle of the week stream. That was a blink of an eye, man. Really, it went by fast. I really um, do love all of our followers. You guys I, are amazing. I know they really are. I I can't thank these people spread, enough for spread spread the us. spread the word. Uh, if you got some people out there that think they you know you think you they would enjoy this, fucking let them know. Um, I don't think Wednesdays are going to be a, a consistent thing that we just did this Wednesday because I kind of fucked up on my Sunday and didn't I'll record. Donate and Didn't record the <laughs> didn't record the pod. But uh, it mainly just planned Sunday evenings. Uh, last Sunday we did a really late one. Uh, we're gonna try and keep a, get them a little bit earlier. Um, that way nobody's up until the wee hours in the morning. Um, yeah, I think like a nice solid like seven thirty, eight o'clock Sunday yeah. night podcast. Uh, so when so that's are winding down from the weekend. Yeah, so we'll want... uh, we'll run that on like a we'll say like seven thirty Central Time. Pretty average. Yeah, average, average deal. So, so, so plan unless for some reason something happens. Plan on a on a on a seven thirty central time uh, start time for the podcast from here on out. Um, and yeah, that's about it. So uh, we're gonna call it good. Thanks, thanks for coming by. Thanks for the the follows today. Um, you guys are amazing. 
And we will see you back here on Sunday evening, 7.30 Central. Uh, and we'll we'll talk again. Uh, we look forward to it. I uh, appreciate you guys. Have a stay safe uh, the rest of the week. Have a good Fourth Be of July. Be good to people. Be good to people. Be have, nice to each other. Have a good Fourth of July. It's not that hard. <laughs> Although I'm confident in our followers, but right. Have a good word. Have a good Fourth of July. Be safe. Don't lose any fingers. Yes. Uh, or anything else. Have fun. Be responsible. And we'll see you guys back here Sunday evening, seven thirty Central. Uh, love you guys. Love you. Bye.